Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 91, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? So we're continuing our commentary series, back with episode 109, Solitary. Uh, so, Justin, uh, this is, uh, you know, we were just talking about uh, in, in, the, in the pre-podcast uh, banter, back in the green room, as it were. Um, <laughs> Pre-show. Mm-hmm. Because both of our rooms are painted green. Yes. Um, we were. I don't know uh, why we call it the green room, though. I, I was, we're just silly that way. Um, we were saying how this will be pretty much the third time we've we've covered covered solitary. Um, yes. We did it, of course, in our retrospective podcast, uh, podcast thirty-five, which was uh, our our favorite of season one podcast, mm-hmm. um, which. Uh, which uh, both you and I picked, and then we let the fans pick, and uh, had a podcast about that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what there is left to say about solitary, uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll surely find a word or two to say uh, say about it. I think so. It's come up a lot over the years, and I would say that of the episodes we've watched so far, uh, this is actually the one I have the most loaded expectations about. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because, well, why is it? I guess because, first of all, I know we're going to meet Rousseau. I, I remember basically what happens in this episode. I feel like I remember mm-hmm. it maybe a little better than the last few we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I always saw it as a key episode, an important one. I always thought that the stuff it introduces was significant. Um, and by always, I mean, you know, up to season five or so. Yeah, then you finish the the show and you realize it didn't matter at all. Yeah, now I realize that the Russo story is actually kind of a small pocket of, of Lost as a whole, really. And Who's Russo? You mean that lady Jen met in time travel? <laughs> yeah, that's who I mean. Okay, just making sure. That's the only way, That's the only reference I have to her. And I think, you know, in terms of like... <laughs> Oh God, that's so sad. Uh, I think in terms of like you know, if you're if you're detail obsessed about the show, which I'll admit I am, um, and it's probably clear from this podcast if you've ever listened to it, um, uh, the the Rousseau story is just uh, is just covered with inconsistencies and details that don't make sense, and there's just so much that it's it's almost like the cabin in terms of like being a kind of incoherent mess. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So going into this initial episode, I feel like I'm going to feel the same in- way once we get one, to the cabin episode. One of many incoherent messes on this show, I think. Is, uh, <laughs> and I think it's probably no no coincidence that it, it's incoherent and a mess. Uh, uh, because <laughs> it's hard to be incoherent and very neat, neatly arranged. I don't know how you pull that off, but well, I'd like to see well, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I won't go into my definition of those two terms, but um, okay. uh, we'll let Webster decide. Uh, <laughs> okay. Webster not Miriam, not, not Miriam, though, because he's, he's biased. Um, <laughs> yes. I was gonna Never say, trust Miriam. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say... Um, it's probably it's probably very messy because uh, uh, for one big reason because it's such an early early addressed mystery. True, you know. True. 
Uh, and this this episode definitely, you know, I definitely agree with what he said about, you know, the episode is definitely, uh, it's a turning point in the, in the story, in the season. It, I mean, the first other person we've seen on the island, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, of course, tying into, you know, one of the biggest mysteries so far in season one, which is, you know, the, the French woman and the, and the, and the, the whole uh, radio transmission thing. So it's, yeah. you know, picking back up on that story that they've been, you know, uh, carrying, uh, you know, since, uh, since to the beginning. Since right. The <clears throat> yeah. They've been trying to triangulate that signal and unsuccessfully, uh, so and uh and yeah, now they're actually gonna show us who it was and and tell us more about, you know, how that came about. Um but I, I guess I um and then they haven't really been talking about it so far. But I, I you know, despite her unimportance, I do think that um I do think that Rousseau was a key character up until maybe the end of season three when she finally reunites with Alex. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I mean, her story's over. I mean, when she, I mean, basically, her story's over when she gets Alex. You know, in terms of a, you know, her character arc, she's yeah. fulfilled when she gets her daughter back. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, definitely by that analysis, you know, I it was, you know, like most characters on Lost had tragic endings, and she was no different. You know. Yeah. Sort of having a little bit of time to spend with Alex, but not anything. You know anything big right like very right. very motherly or not that i don't you know you probably would have had a hard time being a mother at that point uh yeah 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 but no i mean this episode the solitary is great it always stood out to me as you know uh one of the best of, of season one and and not again uh not, another non-coincidence is it's about saeed uh who is, you know, one of my favorite characters on the show of all time, and especially in the first couple seasons, you know, <laughs> up to season five, yeah. six, you know. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> like he so many things. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> there's a pattern forming, <laughs> and my brain is tuned to recognize that. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, but that's what's weird. Yeah, I mean, but uh, he was one of my favorites, so was this is his first big what makes Saeed Saeed coming again off of Confidence Man where he had to torture uh, Sawyer. Right. So getting to, to, to get that part of his backstory filled in. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. Yeah. I think, you know, for me it goes, you know, the pilot's great, walkabout's great. Yeah. Uh, then solitary. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, if, yeah. if, you just, if you just if I have to really pick about what's what really really stands out, um, and if you just kind of look at the season plot wise in terms of, you know, a, a group of people stranded on an island and they're trying to get off an island, you know, really the big plot beats are in the pilot when they when they crash, of course, right, uh, and they they um, you know then the first beat of the first part of the story with uh, the distress signal. Right, and then you know, then the next part of that is Saeed coming up with the tri- triangulation and then getting hit in the head. Yeah, and then the next part of that is this, you know, who hit him in the head? <laughs> right. You know, everything in between has been filler, has been, not filler, but it's been character <laughs> stuff. You know, it's been, AKA character it's, stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it hasn't really been developing the plot of them, these people getting, you know, trying to get off an island or anything like that. True. I mean, it's been about them coping with 
their situations, but it's been mostly, and obviously, you know, character. character. True. Yeah, the story hasn't, I mean, they moved to the caves. I guess that was significant, but um, the story hasn't progressed much from they crashed there, they're stranded there. Mm-hmm. And they found that signal, and they're trying to find it, and there's some weird stuff going on, but, like, there's really no, there's there really hasn't been any direction in the plot mm-hmm. so far. And I think, I think this does kind of begin that, that the plot actually having a direction. Totally. You know, I'll say this, it, it seems a little bit strange that, you know, up until Saeed saying it, you know, who's going to map the island, you know, no one, none, no one in the groups thought, Oh, we should explore this island. Right. And then ostensibly it's because they want to stay, you know, stay close to the beach or, or yeah. be found, but, um, stay together uh, in general. But, but I think it's because the writers didn't want them to find the others before they planned them to. So well, that's what I, true. That's just what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could look at it that way. <clears throat> you want. Because, you know, there could be a club med on the other side of the island. They'll never know. There kind of is. And, and I say club med because, you know, this is the 90s, right? Right. <laughs> It's really weird. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say you agree to that. <laughs> right. It's, not... <laughs> it's it made sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're watching a show from two thousand four hey, in the nineties. It's always it's always the nineties. There you go. <laughs> Forever nineties. You're on a lot of down. Now I want a I want a T-shirt that says that like forever nineties and like then like some like a neon strip or something. <laughs> yep. Like a neon sign and lost lowdown forever nineties, <laughs> which makes no sense. Podcast wasn't even started in the nineties. I know. <laughs> the show doesn't take place in the nineties. No. <laughs> but somehow it's perfect. Yeah, it fits. It, here at the Lost Lowdown, we're always a couple decades behind. That's what we're saying. <laughs> okay, that's the subtext. I knew there was that's something the, there. That's on, the, that's on the back of the shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not really subtext. <laughs> well, you don't want people to miss it. Okay. They'll have to. They'll have to turn around and get it. That's what subtext. That's what subtext is on a T-shirt. All right. Oh, okay. It's on the back. <laughs> it's on the back. Can I see the subtext of that shirt? Oh, sure. Mhm. I'll turn around for you. Um. All right. Well, enough about subtext. <laughs> indeed, about indeed. <laughs> An episode with no subtext. None at all. Um. You know, we used to talk about you know the titles and what they what they mean in relation to the episode, and um, I don't think we need to about this one. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I think. Mhm. Mhm. Probably a dual meaning with both uh, Rousseau and uh, and uh, Saeed. Yep. Uh, being being lonesome souls. Indeed, and I think it also applies to the flashback with uh, with Nadia. Nah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. All right, so get your point taken. <laughs> you're still on base there. I don't even know if I can continue the podcast. Um, All right. Everyone, get your players ready. We're going to uh, do the all three, two, one, go. <clears throat> and right. we will uh, join the uh, join the sad party that is solitary. <laughs> Can't wait for a sad party.
Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. There once was a man who sat on the beach. <laughs> His heart filled with despair. Indeed. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. So he longed for her without a care. I'm not going to want you later. (laughs) (laughs) Better hope a Shannon doesn't come along. (sighs) Yeah. I'm playing sad right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was totally a sad face. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that cable. That cable is going to be back. What a slow play on that cable. Jesus. Yeah. We don't find out what that cable is for so long. So long. Oh, my God. I I think I remember the big theory was that it was a power cable. Mm -hmm. By the big theory, I mean, like, what I thought it was. (laughs) Yeah. The the Internet was ablaze with with, uh, what you thought it was. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. Quinn, of all the doctors to call him. <laughs> That's a 90s like, reference. He's a, he's a 19th century, like, medicine woman. Pensive. Yeah, that was totally her pensive face. <laughs> Even if that accident was on purpose. <laughs> Yeah. Fine line. <laughs> He's a trained soldier. I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously perfect setup for this scene here. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that, though. Nice carryover mm-hmm. from the previous episode. Mm-hmm. They're all still in the same, like, place from the previous yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yes. I remember this. Oh, God. Who sets up tripwire on an island? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, there's no one around to say that. I love that stick in the leg. Like, it's bad enough I'm going to, you know, lasso you or whatever. It's just totally unnecessary. Mm -hmm. You're going to be hanging upside down, and you're going to have a stick in your leg. Yeah. Well, it's great to, you know, cripple whoever you're capturing, but it's just like, ugh, it's just adding insult to injury. It is. Literally. 
Literally, indeed. Or injury to injury. Injury to insult. An insulting injury. So I would assume he had a knife and he could cut himself down, but somehow that just isn't what happened. Yeah. I mean, if that happened, then this wouldn't happen. Well, there you go. Something wrestling in the jungle, number. <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, it totally was a wrestling. Why won't you look at their face, Saeed? <laughs> I love that. Like, you know, they give us those POV shots that are mysterious. It's like, you know he's looking at the person's face. Yeah, he really should be. Who's this guy? This is the hypochondria guy. What happened to him? I think he, uh... Did he die in the arrow attack? I think he does before then. I forget oh, exactly what it. Yeah, I don't think he's around that long, but I, I kind of forget. I think he'll make it off the island with the rest of these guys. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. Probably in season two. Right, of course. <laughs> In a Jorge Garcia-related comment, uh, he's starring in a new show called Mr. Sunshine with uh, uh, Matthew Perry, playing a very Hurley-esque character. Really? If you can believe it. Well, the slow-witted guy. I guess, you know. Oh, okay. You know, he didn't win a lotto or anything. I see. Man, that voice doesn't sound like Rousseau at all. Yeah, who are these other people's voices? (laughs) Why are there other people in the room saying the same thing? This is really weird. He's from London. He speaks English. Come on. Tell by his box of fish and chips. <laughs> well, see, you know that cable totally sets up this whole ability for her to be electrocuting him because yeah, we haven't true. seen electricity on the island yet. That's true. You know, and it 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 seems to you know like it was gonna you know it it, it comes up like he got captured because he was gonna find out where that cable led to. Yeah, it does. Which was which was sort of there, you know. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> which I guess makes sense to place to trap somebody if you know they're near your home. Yeah, but I think she's just running off batteries. Oh, is that what we find out? It I is, think so. Oh, that's right, it is batteries. So what's the cable about? Oh, that's right. That's what we think it's a power station. It's not a power station. Yeah. 
You know, they never tell us where the power comes from, actually. Mm-hmm. It's every time you think they're going to tell you, it's something else. Yeah. Oh, that was the part where they did the uh, where they did the the English switch. Mhm, mhm. He starts out with uh, speaking uh, Arabic, Arabic and then yeah. having the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was very good. There's some uh, sexual tension there, I think, uh, with some of that dialogue. (laughs) See, this makes it seem like Saeed just had this natural talent for interrogation and that caused Mm -hmm. him to work his way up the ranks. But that kind of conflicts with the later story that Kelvin taught him how to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's Ethan. Wow. Boom. Wow, he just shows up. Don't mind me. I'm just another. (laughs) Nothing to see here. See, I feel like what's good about this, uh, the the hypochondriac guy, throwing him in there makes it less weird when Ethan just pops up. Yeah, totally. Because it's like, oh, it's just random survivors. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, we're not necessarily suspicious that we haven't seen them before. And I think that continues, like, they're totally setting up the next episode. Mm-hmm. Well, they're setting up, yeah, the whole run with Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping, not dead. <laughs> I was three feet away. <laughs> you weren't whispering. Get to sleep, boy. <laughs> I can't ever tell if it's day or night in those caves. That's why I hate the caves. Yeah, like, I feel like it's, it's the middle of the day. Like, like why are they sleeping in the middle of the day? Because <laughs> they're in the caves. <laughs> <laughs> Their natural body rhythms are thrown off. So it's, it's always dark. <laughs> so we still don't know who this person is. We don't know who, who Rousseau is yet. No, they're so about they're to tell still playing it out. Like. Exposition, <laughs> just in case you missed it. Whew, what a monologue. He's tired now. <laughs> <laughs> She's never going to speak French again. <laughs> <gasps> Whoa. She's the one who left the message. Lost. Right? This is gonna totally be the end of the episode. <laughs> really good as the beginning. Wow. You're you're one of the people who stole my baby sixteen years ago and now you're back 
and claiming to have heard my message, which, I, I mean, I don't know what her logic is here. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I lose her train of thought, what she's supposed to be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great thing. You know how they how they tell like kids not to wear like jerseys and shirts with their names on them, you mm-hmm. know, because a stranger could just come up and say, "Hey, Bobby, what's up?" You know, yeah, it seems like one of those moments. Of, that's a bad place to hang your your something with your name on. Right in view of the person you're interrogating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's thing number one. The others control the tower. They don't give a shit about the tower. <laughs> what? Now you know my name? What? <laughs> we both like to have our names written down near us. <laughs> we could both improve on that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story about her. If you watch the flashback, you'll learn everything you need to know. Hot, it all began in a hot day in Iraq. <laughs> I was talking to my superior officer, and he gave me a file. I thought, eh, put it in an hour before lunch. This is the little say who kills chickens for his brother. Girls are mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subtext.
Were you listening? <laughs> so she just did she say tell me more about Nadia, like she really just heard that saw that flashback story. Yeah. Yeah, like he told her about that encounter. Mm-hmm. Look at me for ideas. <laughs> they got that the box wall. <laughs> Invest in a hobby like structural design. <laughs> what? I have the only paper and pencil on the island? <laughs> wow. Your your lies are lies. (laughs) Which shouldn't mean they're true, but it does it somehow. (laughs) Yeah, she's just generally, like, obsessed with the fact that people lie all the time. Yeah. Which is so weird for someone who never encounters anyone. I, I I would say it, the only anchor to that would be the the robber thing, the the somehow you know tying that to this idea that you know she knew you know he wasn't who he said he was or something. Okay. And she had to kill him. Like that's the only thing in terms of somebody really lying, like being traumatic or something. That I yeah. Think for her. Yeah, I see. He didn't <clears throat> lie to her. That's true. Yeah. You know, well, not, like not being able to trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I could expect her to be relatively crazy. Yeah. I mean, she definitely is supposed to be crazy, but she's really fixated on people lying. Mm-hmm. That that really never goes away. <laughs> Show me what? I think some of the stuff in that diagram isn't really necessary. Mhm. Yeah, that fountain that he drew. I don't. I don't think yeah. you guys need that fountain. I think there are plants in there. Oh, this whole thing. Oh, God. What a vista! Wow. No waiting, because nobody wants to play. (laughs) He planned this speech. (laughs) (laughs) Totally rehearsed. Yeah, he knew there would be some opposition. This is his live together, die alone. Totally. <laughs> Golf yeah, there the it goes. Back on, back on script. <laughs> Golf was the obvious answer. <laughs> we need something fun everyone can do. How about golf? Golf, yeah, that's... <laughs> Everybody knows how to play golf. Yeah. 
Alex Robin, how many men is she seeing? I know, God, Rizzo. <laughs> I know she's French, but don't be a stereotype. <laughs> wow. Whatever <laughs> that means. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but makes sense. Mm-hmm. I need my hand. It's like that as a statement. Now, where are we supposed to think that she got this drug? Oh, God, I don't even know. I didn't even think about it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Really, where did she get a lot of this stuff? Well, the idea that she was part of this medical team makes sense. I guess she she must have had some it was part supplies of left life. over, I guess. Okay. But that's right. I don't she think had a really... Rousseau pack, so. <laughs> exactly. I guess know. that's where that came from, supposedly. I love how close they make actors get for certain shots. See how far they are now from each other versus the previous shot? They were like three inches from each other before. Yeah, that was... No one stands that close together. That was just unnecessary. But they didn't want to show us what they were doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy. Oh, okay. He's there to sort of prove Hurley right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's what this guy needs. He won't be a he's indicative, Yeah, he's indicative of the sort of theme or the big problem of this episode which that they address is people are being stressed out. Yeah. So, like, hey, let's have a character that's having a, a physical problem with stress or whatever. And then, like, he sees the golf and he instantly forgets about his mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. All those maps. God. Because I don't want you to do any of that to me anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you trying to be nice to me? (laughs) Because I've been torturing you? And you're on a sojourn because you tortured someone? Oh, no. Here it comes. (laughs) I'm afraid. Listen up, folks. None of that Alex business right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Later. It was not night, I'm sorry. Wasn't it night? Nah, it was day. When when they when Jen was there, yeah, I thought when they found Jen and there, there wasn't it wasn't raining. I thought it was at night when they rescued him out of the water. 
Oh, was it? And then it was day later when they washed up? Yeah, all yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I think it was night when they crashed. All right, fair enough. Two months? Jesus. Was it really that long? <laughs> What they didn't they seem like two months. No, because they went from hey, they went from hey Jen, do you know, do you, you know, do you know, uh, way off the island? And he led, didn't he lead him to the temple? And yeah, they went. They, they, they got attacked by the quick. smoke monster like immediately. Yeah, with no content, like direct continuity from crashing there. Well, I guess her, I guess her trauma of being alone for sixteen years is messing up her memory. It must be it. <laughs> That's what Culture of David would say. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the others oh, are the carriers. Gosh. Oh man, she she doesn't know the seeds of of, of frustration she's sowing right now. I know, and she's talking about the black rock, and now the whispers. Oh, so now God. she's lying. She says she hasn't seen anyone else. Right. But she's heard them whispering. She's heard them whispering. So this is like four or five huge lost pieces to the lost puzzle yeah. given by her in one speech, that, and some of which just turn out to be totally wrong. Yeah, most of which turn out to be totally wrong, really. Yeah. Like, she did see nice. them. They're not whispering. They're not the carriers. Mm-hmm. What did he say? I missed it. That <laughs> wasn't important. They just went off on it. <laughs> and the scenes usually don't matter. Yeah. So he didn't actually torture her, right? Like, he said he was going to, but he didn't, right? Um, I think he is supposed to have... All right. <laughs> but they never show it. Okay. Like, maybe he's just stalling and he didn't actually torture her yet. Yeah, they don't really explain how it transitions to this. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a leap. So wasn't the last scene of this him saying, like, I will hurt you if yeah. you say, I know? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's sometime later, and who knows what's happened in the meantime. He's been visiting yeah. her. I get the sense he's been stalling. He's been, like, that whole thing about having the two other suspects. Like, he's hoping, yeah. you know, he doesn't have to interrogate, like, torture her yet. He can try to get it from them first. Yeah, I guess that's the idea. Well, if Jack's doing it, <laughs> a doctor golfing, what? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah, Kate's totally going now. Bonehead, and his name is Boone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Boonehead. I never really put that together. Mm-hmm. That's just an obvious insult for her to call him, like, all of his life. You're right. I always thought she just said that, but it does make sense. Shannon deserves more credit. Well, let's not give her too much. (laughs) All right, sorry. Is Kate an outcast? I was going to say, Kate's not really an outcast, but, you know. She was an outcast in the real life. I mean... 
I remember when she said that, like, originally, you know, I saw that scene and she said that. I thought, I believed it, but... I did, too, but... In context, I don't think she's really that much of an outcast. No. At this point, I feel like she's pretty much a part of the group. Yeah. <clears throat> the only thing that kind of made her an outcast was them finding out she was the, you know, the the one the marshal was mm-hmm. escorting. Yeah, I think that's what they're referring to, as if that, you know, is still a big deal these days. Yeah. Before I kill you, <laughs> <laughs> I can do awesome things with my feet. <laughs> Snap your neck, perhaps. <laughs> what was that supposed to be? A bear, apparently. Um... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not that's not smoke buster so. No. What a rational thing to say for someone so, you know, lost in her own fantasy world. Indeed. And who had a direct encounter with a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tried to tie that together. Like, there's more later, you know, because she's the one who says that that the smoke monster is a security system that's Mm -hmm, uh, guarding mm -hmm. the island. Um, And when they show her with Robert, they have her, you know, say, that monster changed you. And then Robert says, uh, it's not a monster. It's a security system, you know. Yeah. That's supposed to somehow explain how she gets to that point, but okay. like, but why did he say, I, did, I still don't really understand. Like it felt, it feels like they're trying to tie it together, mm-hmm. but like, it doesn't like, where's that idea coming from? Why would he even say that? Cause Smokey himself never claimed to want to protect the temple. So, no. I mean, that's not even his place. So I, I don't know why he would say it's a security system. I, that seems like just a retcon because yeah. they need for because Rousseau says it before. Yeah, she's gonna say it before or later. They need a reason for. It, it makes sense if, I mean, who? What's Robert supposed to be? Right? I don't even know. Yeah. So well, I mean, yeah. if, you know, it, it, it makes sense if he's like a, a human guy who was, mm-hmm. you know, and encountered that situation, and it seems like okay, Smokey was protecting that temple, but. Yeah. He's not a regular human guy, so he should be coming from a different place, so I don't know. Yeah. I hope you checked the firing pin. But it was weird that she started out saying it was a monster. Now she's saying there's no such thing as monster. It's like she took what he said to heart so much that, like, mm-hmm. she just thinks it's true now. And I think it's hinting to the audience a bit that, you know. That's it's, true. It, it's not just a, it's not, it's not a monster just in an abstract sense. That's true. <clears throat> I should have went to golf school instead of medical school. <laughs> <laughs> Kids don't like golf. If it's not putt-putt, right? Exactly. Boring. 
Mm-hmm. I hated golf. I still. But there's not a windmill on the golf course mm-hmm. or a hippopotamus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some kind of thing where you, if you hit the ball in certain places, things happen. Please. That's Which is the opposite of golf. Yes. I love that. I love that. That's such a weird, weird. Like, he says, hey, while well, while you play, and while I was trying to be respectful, he's like, no, other people have been waiting. I'll play later. And Michael goes, no, I'll, you know, give have the moral authority to say it's fine for you to cut in front of them. Mm-hmm. And then when it's, and then really goes, that's no, your turn now, Michael, yeah. which is obvious for him to give to his son. I care. Well, you go for me. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, no, we'll play later. And then he's like, you're right. You play later. I'm going to go play It's so weird. I mean, it just makes him think a bad dad. It does. Wow. Did he take that firing pin, did he? (laughs) Oh, we won't find out yet. Not yet. That was the cliffhanger. He's like Iraqi stormtroopers. So I do think Michael is supposed to be kind of bad at being a dad. Like, he really doesn't know what he's doing. He's barely, like, spent any time with Walt at all. Mm-hmm. But it is a weird scene. I think well, it's kind of contrived you, you, to get you, Walt you out t- of there. Yeah, but you tied that back to the first scene with, Walt, with him telling Walt to find something to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's Walt being interested in something to do, and right. Michael has the direct opportunity to... <laughs> I just, it's just so weird. It is weird. Watch <laughs> family. Oh, that's right, he's got a brother. He's got, yeah, he's got family. But we never see them, right? Not really. We meet the brother a little bit. Mostly in the afterlife, though. <laughs> Why that sentence can be said and it not be crazy is just, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I really thought that uh, later on when uh, Michael pulls this same trick, they mm-hmm. really missed out on a chance to have Saeed. Pieces, yeah. Was it, but he, yeah, because they do have Saeed realize that Michael is up to something. Yeah, he does. He does. But, but he they never tie it together. Yeah, he doesn't piece it together with this whole trick. Like, I've done this before. Like, he, you know, he probably shot mm-hmm. himself and let, you know, mm-hmm. let the other guy and shot shot at Lucy and Libby. And I almost feel like if the audience hadn't seen Michael do it that way, then they might have had Saeed be the detective to figure it out. But Yeah. It's like they showed it. So, But, yeah, I agree. I think they missed the opportunity to make yeah. it. Get, get those bonus points for that. Yeah, yeah. Tying the story together, making it feel like it makes sense. Oh, no. <laughs> Classic <laughs> moment. That's not how you fire a gun. Wow. Ouch. 
I think that was totally not in her mind when she shot them. Yeah, I really didn't see that way at all. Because I think they're thinking it was more a real sickness at this point. Yeah, I agree. It's more like a disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking about carriers and the thing spreading. and mm-hmm. I think what they tell us later, like, if you have it, I don't know if you can give it to anyone else. See, and here's another episode they missed because they don't find each other in the next life. And it's like, how do you set this whole yeah. love story up with that, you know, powerful quote and not pay that off? Yeah. You know, the the his the love of his life becomes Shannon. Like I should right. it just it just it does not work. Yeah, they find each other in this life but not the next one. Mhm. And he, but he loses her after shortly after he finds her in this life. So, yeah. you know, it's like still bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been better. I I I I think I think that that deserved to happen more than bringing Shannon into that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, Shannon didn't, her, you know, it doesn't fulfill anything for her to end up with Saeed. Yeah. You know, so I think it's, it just doesn't work, you know. She she could have been by herself or with Boone. I mean, really, Shannon mm-hmm. and Boone are the ones whose relationship were, mattered the most Yeah, Boone each other. wasn't with anybody. Yeah, and it should have been Shannon and Boone being, you know, you know, happy brother and sister. Basically. Yeah, exactly. You know. That was the real and, thing yeah. that needed to happen. And then bring uh, Nadia in for Saeed. I mean, yeah, Nadia, yeah. and again, you know, Nadia wasn't part of their group, so right. she doesn't get to come on this ride, but right. it sucks. Yeah, the afterlife is so unfair. <laughs> it is. It's just like regular life. What's the point, then? See, and here they set up this idea that, like, people might start getting sick. And I feel like that carries through a pretty long time. You know, there's that whole mm-hmm. thing with the, with the, the stuff that Desmond's taking in the, in the hatch. And mm-hmm. he's talking about, are you Well, even Ethan and, and Ethan with Claire and the baby yeah. and the injection and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, So when do we find out about the whole, when, when is the story about they took her with the smoke and all that stuff? Um, maybe that's coming. Okay. Just playing through, like, tall grass and weeds and, like... <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, someone really needs to mow out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all out here. Like, it's at this point, like, that one guy symbolized what happened to everybody. Yeah. And even Sawyer shows up. What? I'm not I'm not welcome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch to another.
<laughs> it's a great cut. That was a weird transition. Yeah, wow. from hitting a golf ball to a knife in a tree. Lux is hanging out, throwing a knife in a tree. Does he, uh... Does he ever get to, like, use his knife-throwing skills in some harrowing event? Locke? Yeah. Probably the most notable thing is when he throws a knife and it's in Naomi's bag. Naomi's bag. That's the, yeah, that's the, that's the climax of this whole idea. Yeah. But he also saves, uh... He also saves Juliet and... Lawyer, maybe from the uh, from the others with a uh, with a knife throwing. Okay. When they're time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I did. It's weird that we can speak that way now. Yeah. Also, I guess we don't learn it in this episode. Yeah. Interesting. Later. We find out Alex was her child, but we don't find out anything more about it. Yeah. And here's the whispers they set up. Yes. She talks now, about the whispers and it's like, oh, it's the others whispering. She was right. And they're carrying the disease and ah. Wow. That's how they end it. That's how they end it. Yeah. So they're really going all in on that, that, that other people on the island and they have a disease. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean I mean what are we supposed to think in hindsight having seen the whole show this that I mean that's supposed to be if you believe Michael that's that's the ghost whispering that yeah. we just heard. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the others whatsoever. Yeah. Or with the sickness. That's just random ghosts whispering. Oh, that was another thing they tried to tie together because um when um when Ben takes the baby, because, yeah, Ben took the baby directly, um, he, uh, you know, he tells her so. If you, uh, if you hear the whispers, then uh, run the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that, just like with Robert Fine about the smoke monster being a security system, I feel like that was supposed to explain where she got the idea that the others were the whisperers. Well, I mean, if that doesn't make you seem like it's them, I don't know what does. Yeah. Um, now yeah, I still don't but, but, understand. Like again, just like with Robert, I don't know why Ben said that. He never talks about the whispers later. He never indicates he has a clue what they are. Like it's, it seems very strange that he just says that. Well, see, there's two there's two sort of modes of thought there with the whispers, of course, because there there is the idea that the others, you know, sort of do trek through the island sometimes and mm-hmm. and might be might be making noises in the distance. Oh, with, so if you with, hear a whisper, lowercase w, and yeah. it just so happens there's these other supernatural whispers. I, we, I feel like I feel like I mean I think there's some retconning going on here with Ben saying the way he says it, but I think and the way the you know, the sort of misappropriation of the ownership of the whispers that occurs. Yeah. But but I think I think he's yeah I think that's what they're trying to get at is he he should be trying to say, if you hear me or my people, yeah. don't come near us. Yeah. You know, but the whispers that we know are the the other supernatural ones, and so it makes it seem like you know it gives her a reason to think all whispers are his people. Right. You know. Right. Um, so you know just. And she's just wrong about that. <laughs> I, now, I feel like there was an intention at one time to make the whispers the others. 
I feel well, like yeah, there's a I'm lot saying. of signs I'm pointing. Yeah, exactly. It's what I'm saying. That that's the idea that they, you know, when uh, who was it? Echo and Jen or somebody are yeah. hiding from the. I mean, this idea that they they do they they you might run into them through the jungle. There, and, yeah. and there's there's numerous others attacks where the whispers come right before. Exactly, yeah, that they are just whispering right outside of you know right near earshot. Yeah, yeah, and and even up to the beginning of season six when they're kidnapped and taken to the temple, we hear whispers right before that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting ready to reveal what the whispers really are, and it's they're still hinting that it's the others. Yeah, it just seems like for the ghosts on the island, you know, this must be like the best reality show ever. Oh, yeah. They can just show up and watch firsthand events and just whisper to each other about who's doing what. And I think my my best, like, shot in the dark at what's, what the story is supposed to be is that... Oh, you don't want to take a shot in the dark. That's I have dangerous. to. That's all I can do. I have no lights. And I need to, I, I want to explain things. I think I think all I can say is that they they're sort of warning of danger, mm-hmm. and usually the others' attacks are you know are are potentially dangerous, and it just so happens that that's you know. But we also hear whispers you know before a few smoky attacks, and you know there's there's mm-hmm. other times where you hear the whispers. So it it I, I think because when Michael shows up, he's warning Hurley not to do something dangerous, and mm-hmm. so I I feel like that's. Sora is supposed to be the idea there. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes sense if, you know, the idea that the, that, that the, the, the ghost on the island would uh, would show up in uh, extreme circumstances or dangerous cir- situations, especially for, you know, those sort of lured to the island. And, you know, uh, I, it would make sense that, you know, if you died on the island, you know, because of Jacob's nonsense, um <laughs> Then, uh, you mean his you grand know, plan for the yeah, uh, goodness of humanity by yeah, nonsense? Yeah, his uh, his master plan to keep the human race going, I guess, aka nonsense. <laughs> um, you know, it, it would make sense that they would show up when Smokey's going to do something, or you know, if they had been attacked by Smokey and died or something, or yeah. you know, what, but it wasn't very coherent, and of, of course, they never really do anything but whisper because you can't. They can't just show up and sort of talk directly, but right. unless her, you know, unless you're Hurley, and so it didn't come off as coherent as that. I mean, obviously they 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 it, it got muddled in other, you know, it being the others and it being just other stuff going on with the whispers, but yeah, um, you see how like the first bit of plot for the for the big mysteries on Lost, you know, how did Rousseau get there, and what other people might have been there, and who's there now, and this whole new thing about the sickness. It's starting. It's all, it's starting messy. Yeah. But I mean, starting with her being wrong about the, the facts. <laughs> <laughs> and I just yeah. got to say, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. When, when the basis for judging what's going to happen with these storylines is, you know, is wrong. Like, her facts yeah. are wrong, and, they, and, you know, and not only wrong from perspective, but wrong in terms of, of course, what they do later with certain things and, you know, oh, I never saw the others except for Ben, who I talked to. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, so it's just like she's wrong in so many different ways. Yeah. It's, it's weird to see that, like, you know, uh, uh, season one up until this point, 
you know, doesn't really obviously have any of that problem because they're dealing with mostly character stuff. Right. Uh, but this episode, as good as it is, it's starting it's starting that trend of just like the mysteries and the and the intricacies of the details getting you know being really muddled and and crappy. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think I realized that even though even though Rousseau per se is not the biggest thing in the story of Lost, this episode does introduce a ton of ideas that are pretty mm-hmm. big. Yeah, in no, terms of Lost. Yeah. Including yeah, the others, the whispers, the smoke monster, the sickness, all that stuff. Like, yeah, and I think that's really what the end, the, the last scene is with Saeed trekking back uh, by himself and hearing the whispers is it's like it's validating what she said. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, she could have said all that. And you, you believe her anyway, but having that scene says, oh, here's whispers we've never heard before. She's yeah. right, like, at least about that. Right. Um, right, exactly. So, so yeah, it definitely opens uh, uh, opens up the world, and it says, "Wow, we really don't know what's going on in this island." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's I mean you know so we meet the French woman from the signal, but there's also other people mm-hmm. besides that who are who are there, and you know the next episode's going to deal with that more directly. And so, we still I don't know maybe we were talking and I missed it, but. Um, she didn't get into the smoke monster and Montan losing his arm and all that stuff. Right? No, I think she doesn't talk about Montan losing his arm until later when they're checking at the Black Rock. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's the it's it, that's a weird thing about watching these old episodes. Like you don't really remember what order they tell you things. Mm-hmm. Like we know the whole story, but like they only tell us part of it here. Yeah, little bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, and and as you said, like it starts off well, it starts off wrong in the sense of where they eventually went with the show. I'm not totally convinced that when they wrote this episode, they intended her to be so wrong about everything. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I feel like the audience, you know, we we didn't have much to go on but what she was saying for a long mm-hmm. time. You know, it really, I would say, it wasn't until they kind of flat out told us what really happened, you know, that we could actually. Oh yeah, I mean until until that episode, there was all we had for her backstory was her what she said. Like, yeah, and who knew we <laughs> we have a main character time travel to give us a first hand account of what happened. <laughs> Couldn't have predicted that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like at this stage in the show, that seems so preposterous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, someone yeah, I can't wait to the, I can't wait till a couple of episodes from now when when Russo shows up at the beach mm-hmm. and she sees Jin and goes, "Hey, you were the guy who came in, right when you and you were there too, right?" Because that's gonna happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of thing I wish they could have done. I mean, that's the kind of thing if well, you can't even do that because you're you're ruining future storylines by by dropping that kind of bomb by true. saying you know if she I mean you you that's what's weird is like you want that to be true, but but that's the nature of storytelling where if you if you just you know even if they knew they were going to do that for her backstory and for Jen's backstory you know tie them together basically in a sense right um, you know even if they knew they were going to do that. It, 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 you change what you're, the story you're telling by saying at some future date there's going to be time travel and this character is going to be back there and whatever and then that's a you know whether or not you address it at that point you still have that big overarching mystery so it's like yeah you know yeah, you, 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 you know so that's what's weird about it but that you know but they don't have a good explanation for why that never happens you know right right 
Yeah, and that's what I feel like if, if Lost were a rich tapestry that all like tied together nicely. I mean, you're right. It's too early to say, hey, hey, I saw you from you know future mm-hmm. you that was time travel. Like if they told us that at this point, I think you know everybody's brain explodes instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, but at the same time, they could have they could have done something smaller, like had her look at Jen and like mm-hmm. seem to maybe you know, recognize him or something, but not actually have her say anything, not actually take it further than that, you know? Give mm-hmm. us a hint that you know that's coming without mm-hmm. telling us, you know, so that when we look back, we can say, oh, look, she's she's looking at Jen strangely this one yeah. time, you know? That'd yeah. be cool. That's the kind of thing I wish they had done, but obviously when they wrote that earlier stuff with Rousseau, I, I don't think they had a clue that Jen Well, what's funny is, you know, maybe ten or twenty years from now, if they ever want to re-release Lost, they could they could really just edit some footage in of of like Russo, <laughs> like one shot of Russo staring and one shot of Jed and one shot of Russo staring and one shot of Jed in that episode, and just that'll be it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll buy. I mean, it has been sixteen years. She's living in the jungle alone. She mm-hmm. is insane. I'll buy that she doesn't instantly recognize him and say, but like vaguely familiar, some, you know, just some kind of like some kind of suggestion that, you know, that that really did happen. That, that Mm -hmm. at this point in the show, we're really supposed to believe that she's already encountered Jen. As has, you know, just for another example of that kind of weirdness, you know, Ethan has already encountered Locke. Yeah, and he's talking to him in that scene. He should be like, aren't you the guy I shot? Like, <laughs> Who said you were our leader? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that's, you know, I mean, I don't believe that that's really in his mind at this point. Yeah. You know, there's nothing well, in the was, writing. He, if he was, he would have told Ben, yeah. and Ben would have already known that Locke is a threat, and he doesn't sort of know that yet. right. So that's what's weird is oh my god, my head's about to explode. <laughs> so 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 Ben gets threatened by Locke that Locke is more connected to the island and, you know, sort of might take over his job or something someday and that actually ends up happening. Yeah. You know, like he, he, he was worried about that happening and it did. Yeah. But not for the like not for the same reasons. It kinda happened for other reasons. No, but. and I and I feel like it's kind of circular, like Mm-hmm. Locke becomes a leader because he became a leader, and then he time traveled to tell everybody he was supposed to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And then that made it look like he was some great, you know, amazing figure who should be the leader because he was time traveling. But like that's the only reason he was a leader to begin with. And doesn't it seem like he's the sort of Ben of the, I guess, 80s or 90s, the sort of pre-purge Ben, before Ben's in charge, mm-hmm. or, you know, during that era, it didn't seem like no ever anyone ever told him about Locke. No. You know? Like, hey, this guy who was one of our, you know, who time traveled back in the 50s and said he's our leader in the future. Like, yeah. you might you might want to look out for him. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. because you won't be the leader forever because this guy time traveled and said he was the leader at some point in the future. So. Right, right. There is that idea that the others are expecting Locke, and there's the Richard stuff, like he visited Locke. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's visiting Locke when he's like seven years old, giving him the yeah. leader test. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so it, he's already like trying to make him a leader? Like, 
are trying to see if he's going to be the leader. Like that's you know that's before. And and of course that's just uh, that's just because Locke said, "Hey, come visit me." Yeah. You know, and I and it just it, it seemed like it made Richard, you know, obviously, you know, uh, be interested in trying to figure out at what point is this guy our leader? You know. Right. At what point is he? displaying whatever capabilities that uh, set them apart or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, he mm-hmm. he becomes a leader because he said it mm-hmm. in the past while time traveling. Well, that's the, that's the power of time travel, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I even want to say that's, you know, Widmore talks about that. Um, you know, he's amazed when, when, he's, uh, when Locke comes back to the real world, like, you know, and Locke's like, oh, it was just four days ago that I saw you in the 50s, you know. Mm-hmm. For Widmore, it's been like, what, six, 50 years, whatever, something like that. You know, like, and he's and he's talking about how special Locke is, and I feel like he just thinks that because Locke was time traveling. Mm-hmm. You know? and I, I He has like, no idea that, 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 you know, Widmore has no idea that his greatest enemy is responsible for, for this display of, 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 you know, this miraculous display of, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> It's just weird. It's insane that he's, yeah. And that's, you know, I guess is the, the moral there, kids, is, you know, don't look a miracle in the mouth or something. I don't know. Uh, you know, like he's, you know, misattributing who's responsible for the miracle or something or what it means, uh, right. you know, that he's time traveling. So Right, right. The others carry along that idea, and I feel like we're supposed to believe that, like, once he shows up in the island, it's like, ah, yes, this, you know, the promised one has come finally, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how they treat him. And that's why Ben's threatened and all that. But like, it, it makes, it makes it seem like, you know, something like what the Bible is like, <laughs> you know, the, the guy who's writing, who's writing the end of the Bible says, Jesus is going to come back. And Jesus is like, I never said I was coming back. <laughs> what, wait a minute. <laughs> now I got to come back. I didn't, I didn't say that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's just, um, I don't know. It, it never really, it's, it's weird that the others are, you know, so enraptured by this, by this thing that mm-hmm. happens that is so like, it's so anti their, you know, their, their deity. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, what's, and, and, and you know, it would have all worked out if Jacob was behind it. Yeah. If he, you know, it would have been made sense that Locke, yeah, that they they revere Locke as someone who's special if Jacobs was responsible for the time traveling and that whole plan, but he wasn't. Right. His nemesis was. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And right. none of those, uh, none of those others ever realized that, right? Like no. none of them really understood that. Like even the ones that during sundown who decided to go with. Yeah, but they don't even. They don't even know. Yeah, they don't even. Even after they, he kills Jacob, they're still following mm-hmm. him. They're still, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, if I were Jacob, I'd be so frustrated with them. Well, I think I think that's the problem with having a some whatever sort of religion or whatever you would call that group. Uh, yeah, a cult sort of. Uh, yeah, you know, based on you know, having a cult with no ideology, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than protect the island, you know, I think that's a problem when 
when somebody kills your leader and it's like, I don't know, is that bad that he killed our leader? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they have they they have really nothing to believe in other than Jacob, you know. Right. And so it's just it's weird when, you know, things change and it's just like they don't know what to do. They just need to survive. They don't really care. They yeah. kinda of don't even really care, you know. Yeah. And I wonder, like, did Richard ever talk to Jacob about that? Did he ever talk did they ever talk about Locke at all? Like how aware was Jacob even of the time traveling? Like, did mm-hmm. he, who knows? I don't even know how much he knew about that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, they, they never really made it clear at all. And so, like, the the fact that they were expecting Locke as a leader and as a special person totally plays into the Man in Black's plan. Like, he, he yeah. explicitly exploits that. By and I think showing up as Locke and acting as the leader. And I think they kind of missed an opportunity to, with Jacob to recognize that that Man in Black took Locke's form of all people. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jacob was so hands-off, he just didn't even care about people he, you know, could have cared about. Yeah, he doesn't you know? even acknowledge that he looks like Locke. Yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, I just feel like they missed something for him to, to 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 acknowledge that it was it was you know the loophole had to do with Locke specifically. Yeah, you know this person who more than anybody else of the Losties, more than anybody else we've seen on the show, I would dare say, mm-hmm. uh, was ready to just follow the, the will of the island. Yes. and protect it at all costs. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. And uh, and you know bad deity on Jacob for not uh, shepherding Locke, of course, during his his trials and tribulations. Yeah, uh, I just got to start pulling out all the biblical like terminology now. I guess. Um, Why not? When he was given his sermon on the mount, um, no. Uh, Instead of letting him get shepherded by cursed shepherd. <laughs> exactly. Oh, jeez. I'm sure that wasn't planned. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's uh it's really it's really amazing how I mean I guess the idea again is his whole hands off approach, mm-hmm. but how much that leads how much destruction that leads to, mm-hmm. you know, like essentially uh, essentially everyone on the island except for a very select few are are dead mm-hmm. by by the end of the series. Um, as a direct result of Jacob's, uh, you know, in a, in non-intervention policy. I I I I just I, I'd love to see the scene after Jacob is killed and he goes to the afterlife and and mother is there and and he tells he tells he tells her what he did and she's like you did what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you thought being hands off was gonna at least be good. <laughs> You know, like name me something where being hands off is the the best is the best course of action. You know, yeah, Uh, yeah. You won't find many things. Um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that should have been the epilogue. Yeah, you did what? (laughs) If you weren't dead, I'd kill you. Worst protector ever. I should have left your brother in charge. At least he wasn't an idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, Man in Black totally exploits the fact that Jacob's not doing anything. Yeah. Like, he severely exploits it. 
to such an extent that like Jacob has to, I feel like Jacob has to get involved at some point, like, and just say enough already. Yeah. Like you're, you're leading the entire Island by the nose. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really need to step in. I mean, that was the whole point with him and Richard. Like, you know, Richard makes the point that if you don't step in, he's going to, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's supposed to be Richard's job. But Richard gets pulled into the whole man in black plan as well. See, that's what's weird. That's what's weird is, is Jacob is trying to play, have the game, have a certain set of rules. And, and he wants the game to be, I'll be hands off and man in black will be hands off and we'll see what the humans do. And then that'll prove either one of us right or wrong. Yeah, but then of course it's like okay, well no, Man in Black is AKA Evil Incarnate. He's going to intervene uh, not only because of his interest in this wager, but uh, he has personal interest in getting off the island. Right. So then Jacob should have said, okay, well if the whole point of this game is to say people are capable of good and you know and when they're not swayed by evil, they're they're good. Um, it seems like he should have been like, okay, well, I need to get into the ring to balance this out. I need to be, you know, uh, guiding people and, 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 and circumventing and counteracting Man in Black's influences to, to sort of keep the test equal, you know? Yeah. I feel like that would have made some sort of sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, but, he do, but he doesn't do that. He says, no, I'll be hands-off and let the bad guy... <laughs> You know, exploiter. I mean, the bad guy who you know, has supernatural powers. Well, not only that, not only does he have supernatural powers, and he's he's been on Iron a long time, and all this, you know, he's got he's got all these advantages. But yeah. the, the the biggest advantage, of course, one of the biggest advantages is that on a they're in a hostile environment, right? With with strangers, they're, you know, if the island was like this paradise and they didn't have to worry about food and shelter and resources, and you know, it would be a different game. It'd be a different wager. You yeah, know, but they're put sort of in hell, away from their you know comfort zone, their surroundings, and all this stuff. And it's just like you want to prove that people will do the right thing in this environment, and you don't want to get involved. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to win, then. You know, like you're just not serious about winning, right? Um, because that's a st- that game. That game is just you know he's not going to win that way, right? Right. And I don't think he, I mean, does, does he win? Does he get his point proven? Who game? knows? Is, is Jack supposed to have validated this whole ordeal? Like, <laughs> I mean, that we should have some answer to that by the end of the show. I agree. Right? I agree. I wish they had made that clearer. And honestly, it seems to me like Man in Black could give a shit about the, the bet. And the, <laughs> he didn't care anymore. The whole I don't know if he ever cared. Yeah, that, it made me wonder if he ever cared. Like, mm-hmm. he might have believed that people were bad but how invested was he in yeah. like in that whole argument with Jacob it seemed to me that he he could give a shit he just wanted to leave like incident, yeah. incidentally people are bad but I just want to get off the island <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whereas Jacob seemed to think it was all about you know like that that that, that was his main goal mm-hmm. I'm gonna prove him wrong and he doesn't care mm-hmm. like what good is it to prove him wrong if he doesn't care yeah you know like what's gonna happen he's he he can say okay okay jacob you're right i still want to leave i still want to kill you Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's ridiculous and i i I agree it should have been tied together better there should have been some conclusion about and this shows that jacob was right i mean that sounds Mm -hmm. cheesy but something like that because as it is it's just hanging there 
Yeah. It's just this general idea that's supposed to be like an overall theme of the show, but it never really comes together. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, that's yeah, weird. It almost, it almost should be something like, you know, the the fact that he was able to transfer power over to Jack should should be proving its point. Like, it almost should be something like, the scenario should be something like, he can only prove his point by finding someone to take his place. Yeah. You know, like he's got to, you know, he's got to wait forever. I mean, that, and that's kind of what they, obviously, this, this, it's a little askew from what they're doing, but it's, it's in the same ballpark. But they could have, they could have uh, been a little bit more specific with that. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bad plan that unfortunately wasn't changed. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so weird to have Jacob just, you know, and it's like they want to, they have to answer why are people coming to the island? Okay, he's coming to the island because of this bet thing. Yeah. And, and they're coming to the island because he's got to find someone to take over. Right. But but the second part, the taking over part, is really about keeping Man in Black from leaving. Right. Not, not proving the bet, necessarily. Yeah. So, so it gets a little sort of mired in confusion that they're kind of, Sort of the same answer as answering two different parts of the the, the, the story there. Standard lost. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no one's surprised. There's two questions and one answer that doesn't really answer either one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. who's on first? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I. It's um. It's uh. <laughs> and it's like. You know, Dharma's on the island, and they're doing all kinds of crazy experiments. Did Jacob ever wonder maybe they might blow up the world by mm-hmm. whatever they're doing? Like, he never seemed concerned about what they were really up to or yeah. that, they, that they might blow up the island at least, which might set Man in Black free or something. Like, he... Right. I, I mean, that to me is just... I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Shows yeah, like it. he has no role at all to play in Dharma. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be able to answer the question, did he bring the Dharma people to the island? Mm-hmm. And you can't. Who knows? They told us that Dharma had their own instruments to find the island. So that suggests yeah. that he didn't. But on the other hand, you know, the way he brought people there was so, like, nebulous. Maybe somehow he really did bring them there, quote, unquote, even though they found it with their instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was somehow directing them, you know, in that vague sense that he, you know, draws people to the islands. And, you know, like they never specified how he does that. Yeah. Well, you mean the lighthouse was, was shining on them? Yeah, the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did he want them there or did he, you know, were they interlopers that he didn't want there? I mean, the others I, eventually I, killed I, I them all. Say, I got to say it's it's the latter. Like he didn't, he it, I want to say he not he didn't want them there, but I want to be more specific and say he didn't really care either way because you see you look at the history of people who came to the island like the army was there in the fifties doing nuclear tests. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he brought them there. Um, you know, it just seemed like people would show up on the island. You know, um, but I guess besides, like part of his job description is protecting the island, and mm-hmm. you know. Non-intervention's only going to get you so far with that job. Well, and that's what's weird is like he he somehow bequeaths the responsibilities of that job to the others. Yeah. You know, but 
but he doesn't tell them like who's a good person who's well I, besides the list stuff whatever that's <clears throat> oh god you know he right. he doesn't really sort of daily you know tell say okay well Dharma's okay now or yeah. they're not okay and or, he doesn't specify the people that he actually wants to be on the island versus yes. the people who are just there doing their own mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and so that means the others are just gonna attack everybody. And it's like he's so indifferent to Ben for all these years, and Ben is just this, you know, tyrant running the show. Yes, yeah. Who could, who could, and does, and tries to kill the, the people he, he wants to be his success, Jacob's successors. So yeah, exactly. It's it's pretty crazy. It's like that's your plan, and eventually Jacob himself, and eventually Jacob himself. Because you know, partially because of that, because of that, not you know, ignoring him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he could have just paid Ben a visit or two, you know, even with all of Man in Black's machinations, he might have still averted that whole crisis. Uh huh. You know, just that simple thing of saying a word or two to Ben. <laughs> simple as that. Why is that so hard? He could talk to Richard. Why not talk to Ben? Mm-hmm. You know, and and Ben makes the point when. When uh, when they're there, that like Locke gets led straight to Jacob, no questions asked, really. And that again is playing into the idea that Locke was really considered special and somehow had privileges above Ben, even though Ben was the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know, at that point they didn't know who Locke really was. They thought it was actually Locke, you know. And so that suggests that it wasn't the fact that Jacob didn't intervene or something. He, you know, if they thought Ben was special enough or something, he could have gone to see Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I think, I think that's right. You know, it, it, they make it seem like, uh, you know, the way Locke insists to see, you know, it was a different circumstance though. It, it seems like, you know, when Locke is, you know, man in black appearing as Locke is demanding to see Jacob. Like it's, sort of a different circumstance with, with sort of the others in disarray and all that stuff, and they sort of need answers, you know, then versus sort of when Ben was in charge during the sort of status quo era of the others when, like, you know, uh, they were, you know, the others weren't really demanding any, you know, these sort of big answers about who to follow and what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I guess uh, Ben was being appeased by... I don't know what, when he wants to see Jacob, somehow he was getting appeased, you know, I guess going to the cabin. I don't really know what he was doing, but, um, yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right to the extent, you know, that it seemed like they definitely locked being, being sort of, it seemed more special than Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least they thought that, I mean, I don't know Mm -hmm. if he really was, but it was certainly believed that way, and I guess what I'm saying is there was no obstru- there was no reason why Ben couldn't why Jacob couldn't talk to Ben, you know if he if he you know could uh, deem him worthy or something, mm-hmm. you know, and and at the very least just say you know hey like lay off on the on the mass murder or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like is it is it really so bad for him to say that? I guess like that's against his whole. Look, that's the only. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I would go a step further and say if they want to tell us that, you know, 
that Ben is, you know, subject to the same rules as everyone else about Jacob being hands off and wanting to see what, what people do under their own free will. Yeah. Even if it's his sort of, you know, uh, follower. But um, I feel like there's a huge tension between that and having these others as your island protectors. I mean, if you're just going to let them do whatever they want, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily going to fulfill that role very well. Well, see, now, here's the thing. Like, doesn't that – don't the others just sort of organically happen and they sort of decide for themselves that they're going to protect the island? Because, se- I mean, it seems like Jacob – Jacob hires Richard, and he says, hey, your job is to, you know, when people come to the island to, you know, I guess it's supposed to be to not let them be, you know, uh, uh, sort of, not claimed, but, you know, uh, convinced by Smokey to do anything crazy. Right. So it seems like this whole idea of the others and and that religion sort of starting up, just that's not what Jacob wanted. You know, he didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just from what I'm remembering, it didn't seem like he he wanted a, a, a group of people to protect the island. Um, that's just kind of what happened. Yeah, no, I I didn't get the sense that he wanted to be worshipped. It does seem like it was just as simple as it, it was. Uh, it, you know, Richard was going to be a kind of uh, emissary to mm-hmm. just just to make sure that there was there was not you know complete free reign for Mad Black to leave him however he wanted. Yeah, and I mean it's a natural, I think conclusion to to something like that with with you know this mystical powerful guy on the island you know Jacob making his emissary you know age you know ageless yeah uh, that's going to start something like a cult if you tell people there's a bad guy on the island you shouldn't listen to and there's a good guy on the island you you should listen to right and he's the reason I'm immortal and they can see that it's true and they can see that it's true you do that for a couple hundred years and you're going to get some people to to follow you yeah I think that is how that worked and it does make sense I agree yeah and it's just like Jacob didn't realize that would happen and so all of a sudden you know, a couple centuries later, he's got a group of people who are doing things in his name. Um, but I think, it, yeah, at a certain point, I mean, the others are being led by Man in Black. It's time to step in and tell Richard <laughs> something to stop that. You know, but it, and that's the thing. I mean, it seems like Jacob doesn't know Man in Black is looking like Locke and leading the others until he right. shows up. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know. He he didn't really. I mean, it was weird because he seemed totally prepared, and at the same time, to have no idea it was coming. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, he gets a lot of his crew together. You know, they they uh, they're the ones bringing uh, bringing Locke's body, and he's got his candidates ready to go. He knows he might die. It it really comes across like he's he's expecting it, but at the same time, totally blindsided. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is weird. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he's blindsided for the right reasons. Yeah. Like, he should be blindsided that it's Locke. Yes, yes. You know, not yes. that, oh, you got your loophole. Well, I mean, that's a big deal, but. Yeah. Whatever is. the loophole is, right? I know. That was going into season six. I was sure we were going to find out what the loophole was. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm amazed that we didn't. I. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're left with, like, either the loophole being something really lame, like he just needed to convince someone else to kill Jacob for him, or the loophole is some more convoluted, crazy thing involving time traveling and and specifically becoming Locke and being the leader of the others and, you know, a, a larger 
a larger, crazier thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but then, like, why did he need to do all that exactly to kill Jacob? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, yeah, and what does it mean that, that Ben is, you know, you can have a weird version of those two two explanations and say, well, what does it mean that Ben is the one who, Ben, who was a former leader, <laughs> killed right. Jacob, you know, and, that, and Man in Black is now sort of the leader, whatever that means, like, yeah. you know, it, it almost, like, it shouldn't, it, it kind of shouldn't matter who the leader is, because that only means, you know, that only has to do with, like, you know, belief or something, right? Like, somehow the others give power to who their leader is or something. <laughs> like, yeah, they, I feel uh, like they all they believe kind of in, agree that someone is their leader. Yeah, and that that somehow gives them the ability to kill Jacob or not kill, like, that's just weird. <laughs> like, I don't want to think that that's true. So I almost feel like it shouldn't matter who the leader is, but it seems like it does. So yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I think I think it's very strange to specifically set up the idea of a loop, like make it make it actually the bookend of a whole finale episode. You know, mm-hmm. one day I'm gonna find my loophole. I see you found your loophole. How do you never say what the loophole is? See, okay, that's the thing. That's the thing. The loophole needs to be him getting off the island, not killing Jacob. The, the loophole, well, and I guess those are connected, right? Yeah. Kick <laughs> the island, kill Jacob. Which is, again, why this is weird. So you know, The original mention of the loophole was in the context of, um, was in the context of killing Jacob. Like, that's when he brought it up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in season five, we don't even know that he wants to leave the island yet. Because, but, yeah, but that's what's weird is, he, we, we should be able to agree that he can't leave the island in smoky form, right? So he's got he's to gotta be able – so if he wants to leave the island, which is the reason he wants to kill Jacob, right? Yes. Like, he wants to kill him so he can leave. And if, he, if he's leaving, he's got to have a body. Right. Right? And so it seems like the loophole needs to involve him getting a body. Okay. Um. You know, and I think it's less about him leading the others because I think he found a body, which was the main thing I think he needed, and he used that, and and having that body let him do two other things. One is be the leader of the others, which he could, you know, kill at will because he doesn't want anyone else alive on the island. Right. And two, it allows him to convince somebody else to kill Jacob for him. Yeah. which, Which maybe he couldn't have done himself. So, you know, maybe he just physically couldn't have done it for some reason because of the whole mother saying you can't hurt each other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really about him getting a body and picking the right body to let him do these other things he wants to do. And so the loophole is really about him getting a body to get off the island. And then the sort of extra stuff he gets to do is the fact that he picked the right body. He gets to kill Jacob, which which he needs to do to leave anyway. Right. And he gets to, you know, uh, have an easy way to control, uh, you know, the largest group of sort of, you know, people on the island uh, who, you know, he doesn't like anyway. Right. But I guess right. he doesn't really – what is he – What I guess they just leave, right? Like, what what happens to the, the, the remaining others? Don't ask. Like, wasn't there a group – There was, wasn't there a group that was that split off earlier in season six or something and they – they were supposed to have gone somewhere else? Uh, pretty much, um, 
I mean, it's it's left ambiguous at the end, but like the, all the others go to the temple, and then you know some of them choose to go follow Locke. The rest of them die at the temple, mm-hmm. and then the ones who follow Locke eventually some of them die in the attack by Widmore. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Um, and the rest of them fate unknown because they don't really show them again. Okay. You, you don't really see what happens to, to all of them. But uh, presumably most of them are dead mm-hmm. by the end of the show. For all right, yeah. So that's kind of, I think, what how I how I <clears throat> picture the whole loophole nonsense. And Locke didn't really, Man in Black, I mean, didn't really care about the others at all. I mean, he just used them for you know, yeah. for, for hit to further his own goals, but he he had no interest in actually leading them. Because, mm-hmm. like, once they were, I mean, he never even talks about him again once they disappear from the scene, because he's, you know, he's on to the next thing. So, I feel like he only even got them because he wanted to clear out the temple. He didn't want the candidates to bunker in there. Yeah. But I think the the problem, you know, with uh, with your theory, which sounds nice and I want to believe it, is Abiturno. Well, well, don't find a problem with it. <laughs> is Abiturno, where I feel like they show us, like, you know, his his first attempt to kill Jacob, and he appears to Richard in regular man in black form and just says, gives him a knife and says, go kill him. You mm-hmm. know, and I wish... You know, there's no indication exactly for why he fails other than Jacob fights him off. You know, he just has good hand-to-hand combat. You know, there's no indication that Richard wouldn't have succeeded if he could have got a stab in. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, that, that, sort of, that makes it come off like, you know, and Jacob even says, you tried to kill me. You know, it, it comes off like Richard could have succeeded. Like, he didn't need to do anything more than tell someone to go kill Jacob. Yeah. So, wait, how does that? What does that have to do with my theory? Why is my theory wrong? Well, you're you're saying like that it, you know, that it tied, you know, that he he also needed to, you know, take on someone else's body because of the, you know, the rule that he's not supposed to hurt Jacob and stuff like that. Well, no, I'm saying he's got to have a body to get off the island. That's oh. that's just what I think is true. I don't necessarily okay. know if that's true. I feel like if he, if you know, in this, in I thought Aterno, you were tying that into killing Jacob and the the rule as well. I, I thought. Well, you I was saying, yeah. I mean, it is tied together, right? I think. See, I think to leave the island, you gotta have two pieces. Jacob has to be dead. Right. There can't be this force that wants to keep you on the island, basically. Yeah. And and I think you have to have a body. Um, it just seems like. This, and maybe that's just not true. I don't know what the what Carlton Damon would say about that. You know, maybe he would have just looked like Man in Black if he would have killed. Like, so in Abiturno, if he kills, if if um if Richard had killed Jacob, and if somehow Man in Black was able to sail off the island, he would just look like you know Titus, yeah, and just sail off maybe. But I I I feel like since he is really a smoke monster, and what it, when he looks like Titus, he's really just appearing that way it seems like he would need some sort of physical body to uh to to you know for for part of the plan so that's why i think the loophole is kind of it starts weird because i think there's two pieces to it i see um but i think the main piece is getting a body to get off the island okay and but that but you can't you know get off without killing jacob so that's that's the other so they're they're linked you know 
Okay, so the body is Locke's body. Is that what you're the body saying? is Locke's body? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and I think and I think my point was that he 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 presumably could have picked anybody. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Why not his own? I mean, his own body well, on the thing. island, that's a, too. That's my point. Is he, he figured he found a body to pick that let him do the other stuff he wanted yeah. to do, okay. which was, you know, be the leader of sort of the biggest group. You know, you know, he can control the biggest group of people on the island by being the leader. You yeah. know, the others are the biggest group by this point, well, probably all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so he gets to control them and do whatever he wants to do, but he also gets to, you know, manipulate and convince Ben into you know, killing, killing Jacob. So yeah. I, I feel like he, he could have picked another body, but, he, but you know, it would have been less advantageous. He wouldn't, yeah. His plan wouldn't have. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I, he play, I think he planned all along to be Locke. Like that's, yeah, I think that was part of it, to, 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 to be in control of the others to, and to find, you know. What, you know I, I don't want to believe he planned the Flash, the, the, the time travel stuff specifically, I mean, he, you know, Christian is the one who told him to turn away and blah, blah, but um, I, I just don't know how he would have known it would have gotten stuck and that it would have just happened to have gotten stuck in the past long enough for Locke to set this thing up. I, that part to me seems like, you know, kismet or something. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I wish they had tied that together because I feel like some of the pieces are there. Like mm-hmm. he, the fact first of all, the fact that he tells him to turn the wheel. Second of all, the fact that the man in black was the one who built the wheel. He mm-hmm. he should have some idea how it works. You know, mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. he might actually know what it would lead to. Third, he was on the island that whole time, so he may have had some awareness. And they even showed with the with the lock thing where he has Richard go talk to the past lock and tell him he has to die. He has some awareness of the time traveling that's occurring. So. Mm-hmm. All those pieces put them together. There should be some kind of sense of his plan being being that happening, but it never it never really comes together. They they never really make that actually mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's more like it just happened to work it out in his favor. Yeah, that's exactly it. It just it just seems like well he got lucky that you know when Locke turned the wheel or when Ben turned the wheel. Uh, it got stuck, and the people who were left on the island, you know, start to time time flash and lock, you know. But he, but I mean, I guess he does set that up, though, right? With the he whole. Uh... So I mean, that's what's weird is how do you how do you set that up? He's responsible for for all of the parts of that. It's just that it's not clear how he would have known that that would have happened, mm-hmm. or that was that was going to happen. Because this was weird about time travel. It's like, well, when when do you see the effects, right? I mean, yeah. for for Ethan, you know, sort of he he supposedly had, you know stumbles out of the jungle and there's Locke from the future, you know, right. um, and so it's like, how does Man in Black know about this instance? Because that's you know that's when he basically tells Richard to go help him out. Yeah. So how does he know about that before? before that future time point when he sets up Locke going to the past. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that part's weird. So, so what's the loophole? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we uh, clarified. Um, but, okay, so, yeah, no, we were talking about that, just that part of... Uh, I feel like the loophole is, like, a, a perfect 
a perfect symbol for Lost as a show. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 this thing that should be this grand, intricate, amazing like like a uh, piece of a uh, piece of machinery that we can stand back and admire and say, oh wow, that was you know beautifully done. Wow, that plan just you know mm-hmm. did us all. We were all fooled, you know and. But then, but you look at it and it's like it doesn't really work at all. It's just a big mess of stuff that seems like it should do something, but somehow doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I I wish there was more to it than that. I mean, at that point in the show, I I feel like there should have been clear ideas about what the loophole was. Yeah. Yeah, I see you found your loophole. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> I know, such an obscure remark. And he says it. He says it right in front of Ben. Ben could have brought it up later. Something. I. Mm-hmm. I, I. God. I just. I wish. I wish. That's the other thing that's frustrating about Lost. A lot of times, it feels like they don't take the easy points. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's certain things where it wouldn't even take much work to make it to make it come together, and they just yeah. don't do it. You know, and that's one of the things. I feel like they could have made the lo- at least made the loophole better with just a few lines later. Mm-hmm. And they just never they just never did that. They could have had Man in Black himself say something. They they could have had Ben ask him about it later. Anything. Yeah. No, they didn't. Just like with the cabin, you know. Just like with the the temple attack. I mean, all the things that you know never really made sense. Uh, you know, they they could have <laughs> they never took they never took time to explain them. That's what it didn't make sense. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Funny how that works. But I guess the point is, like, it wouldn't have taken much time. Like, yeah. it wouldn't have been that hard. You know. And now I have to read the encyclopedia for it to explain to me what happened on the show. Oh. And it's like I shouldn't. I feel that I shouldn't have to do that. I mean, I do it because I want to know what was in their minds because it's totally unclear just from watching the show. But you know, it it really shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Because most of the time, like when the, when it's a story they care about, they're very clear about what's going on and why. Mm-hmm. You know, they they go the extra mile with exposition in most cases. It's just weird with those little points that they just totally drop the ball. Yeah, it's almost like they think they made it clear, but they don't know that they didn't or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe they didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, you know, with, with you know, they know their own show, and maybe they did just get lost in, like, how much was coming across. But yeah. I feel like as writers, that's part of their job, you know, to have a sense of, how well what you think the story is is actually coming across to an audience that doesn't know the story. That is, yeah, that that's, that's definitely part of the challenge is to to yeah to parse what what's coming off versus what you know and the subtext of what you know versus what what's actually coming through. Yeah. Because you know if you just take the scene of Man in Black showing up as Locke in Jacob's you know house his foot house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with with Ben and Jacob saying, "I see you found your loophole." Like Occam's razor answer should be, you know, just him being in a different body. Yeah, because that's the most extraordinary thing that's happening at that point. Yeah, uh, you know, his his brother who he grew up with, 
and and killed uh, uh, and made him be a smoke monster now has a different body. I mean, in that scene, that should be what he's talking about because he hasn't seen him in that body before, you know. And I, I feel like his follow-up line, indeed I did, and you have no idea what I've been through to be here. That should that should definitely tie into all the time travel stuff and yeah. all the, like, him setting up Locke to be the leader. Like, that should be what he's talking about for that. Exactly. It should be more than a dead guy showed up who was convenient for me to imitate, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. By 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 luck, <laughs> you know, like it's it, it. Him saying that makes it says to me he was behind it. He did a lot of work to make this happen. Yeah, and what's weird, you know, the 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 the, the scene when Locke is, you know, is, is is taking Richard to go, you know, help Locke from the past with the bullet wound. You know, if he doesn't do like he's already leader of the others because of everything that's happened in the past. Right. But if he doesn't go and make Richard do this and, and do the whole thing with the compass, that that won't happen. Right. You know, that's what's weird about the time travel. Like if he doesn't go do that right then, then it then he won't become the leader and sort of the stuff that that has happened won't happen. And so it's weird to, to sort of to have to fulfill that part of that time loop, you know. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's where he gets the compass, and that's, that's where the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the big. Oh, that's where that whole thing. That's that is him making himself the leader of the others. That's, You're right. That's what that is. You're right. Wow. And so when he tells Black to turn the wheel, how can he know that that's coming? Yeah, it almost it almost seems like. It should it should work that it, it should work itself out in a way where when 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 man when man in black is is gonna is storming to Jacob and he's gonna kill him, it should almost be like then that's when he thinks oh I know what I'll do, I'll send Locke back in time and make him the leader so I can be doing what I'm doing now you know that's what it seems like yeah that's what's weird that's what's circular about it it's like he's in the position he's in for the thing he's that that would be beneficial for him to be right now. Right. It's almost know? like he's already done it. Like, exactly. I mean, that's what you get with these time loops is he's sort of, he's sort of obligated to do it. He just hasn't done it yet because yeah. the, effects are, the effects have already happened because yeah. in, they start in the past. Right. Because Locke's going to proceed from there to the 50s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and give that compass to Richard, and then you yeah. know, that sets it on its infinite so that's, loop. So it's like, it's like he's already done it, so that's why he doesn't have to sort of think to do it yet before he has done it. But it's like, well, when does he actually think to do it? Exactly. There's and, no, it's just it, like the compass. There's no origin point. There's no origin point, and it makes it seem like, it makes it seem like all you have to do, all he has to do to make this work is to sort of believe in the past, that at some point in the future, he's going to do this. And so yeah. somehow it automatically just happens. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't, how else do you get into that loop of events without it just sort of, you just believing this thing will happen and it just kind of happens? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He can't, he can't be, you know, and then unless you say, okay, well, he was, you know, and I guess this doesn't even solve the problem of, okay, what if Man of Black is, in the 50s seeing Locke appear mm-hmm. but he's still he's still gotta know or find out at some point he's the person who sent him back there right you know or I guess you can be crazy and say have a divergent view of timelines and say well something sent Locke to the past in the 50s 
and in a sense, it wasn't man in black until he actually does that later. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, we, we don't know who did that, and then man in black says, oh, I'll do it, and then by him doing it, that becomes what makes it happen. Oh, but, God. But, I guess, but you could sort of view it, you could view it in this way of, you know, of it, of it having a cause, but, but, the, but the cause itself not being defined until, until it needs to be defined. Well, I see. You know, which I think, you know, if you look at, you know, quantum physics or something, that might make sense of, you know. <laughs> you, know you know, the whole idea. We're going to bring in quantum physics to I make mean, this not work. That, not that I'm a quantum physicist, although it says it on my business card. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a cool yes, thing to put on your business card, I have to say. Yes, I have to bring in quantum physics to make sure my not. work. This like is what that. this is this is how much work loss loss is making me do to make the <laughs> show make sense. <laughs> but I was gonna say, you know, the the principle of quantum physics is that, you know, um you know, uh things aren't really defined until you observe them. Right. You know, it's only so, a probability. You know, it's only a probability. So this idea so if you you know, put that with my my idea here that Something made Locke go back in time, but it's not defined until some, you know, that future, that that point in the present where somebody actually does it, which and yeah. it happens to be Locke, uh, a man in black making it happen. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't really answer some of the questions of you know, when does he think to do that? I wish we could have seen that. I wish they had sh- given us some sense of you know his awareness of their time traveling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess it would have been hard to do at that point in the show because they don't—we don't even know who he is or what's mm-hmm. going on. But like, I don't know. I—I—I I, I, I wish I had some sense of like how he, how he perceived all those things going on. Because like when he when he tells Locke to move the island in the cabin, that's one thing. Or when he sends Richard, you know, uh, to to go talk to the old Locke, that's that's another thing. But like. When he uh, when he talks to Locke in the in the donkey wheel chamber, you know they are currently time traveling. They are currently in the past when that mm-hmm. happens. So mm-hmm. how is he even Christian Shepherd? I mean, at that point, Christian Shepherd is even on the island. You know, like that. Like, how, wow. <laughs> how how has this point never come up before? <laughs> I don't ever remember us talking about. I don't either. <laughs> Why is he looking like Christian Shepherd before Christians? It's almost like see, and that's what's weird is with this time travel stuff. It's it almost seems like Man in Black is operating, you know, in these various time periods with this sort of objective consciousness. Yeah, yeah. You know, where he's able to be aware of future events, you know, in the past when he needs to be. So he's aware when of what he's, you know, of sort of the totality of his plan when when he's telling this to Locke, but he shouldn't be yet, you know, like, he shouldn't even be able to look like Christian unless you can think that, okay, he's he's pulling, he's pulling it out of Locke's head. Yeah. Like, what he expects to look like. It could know, be he could be good. Now, that, that's the crazy but, but why answer. Does he, here's the thing. Why does he know to do that? Why does he know to... To, to to appear as Christian Shepherd, it, he has to. It's like he, like that's what I'm saying about the object. This like objective view of his plan. It's like he only should be able to know to do that if he knows what his long term plan is. God, that's right? such a good wow. Okay, that makes it really so. He he scans Locke and he he sees the memory of Christian Shepherd in the cabin talking to mm-hmm. him. Does he realize? Oh man, that's me in the future. <laughs> 
Like, that's me in the future, and what I need to do now is to tell this guy to turn the wheel and tell my son that I say hello. Like, that's just crazy. That's craziness. That is really crazy. Yeah, I don't know how we never we never spotted that. That's a big that's a big hole, you know. That is that's, a big that's, hole. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was at the time because Kristen Shepard was this vague entity that mm-hmm. didn't really have any defined limits. So why not show up any given place at any hey, given time? Hey, show up on the freighter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like he hadn't been limited yet, so there was no there was no craziness about it. But yeah, in retrospect, it, it's uh, <laughs> I guess that's what we're supposed to believe. Although Locke didn't even know that Christian was Jack's dad. You know, mm-hmm. he even asked, "Who's your son?" So where did he get that from? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's wait, your... where did? Oh, where did that Christian, why did he know to tell that to? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is, is he's trying to get Jack to, to, he's trying to, dude, that's, oh God, this show. Oh my God, is he getting? He's trying to to get Jack to convince the others to bring Locke's body back to the island, right? I mean, that's really what's going on with all that, isn't it? Okay, yes. Like, he's trying to fulfill that circle of Locke being dead, and he needs to, I think, he needs to have Locke's body back on the island to make the second part of his plan work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that whole tell tell my son, I said, that's what all that's about. That's what Locke is leaving the island for, I think. So he can die to come back and and all that stuff. So it's just weird for for, uh, Smokey to be able to, uh, to, 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 to make this plan work in various time periods when there's time travel involved. Now, here's here's a way out that they might suggest that I think is still dubious. Okay. If if Smokey was time traveling with them, and so... Oh, my God. It's, it, you know, that, that lock, you know, the lock, you know, lock who's, who's at the, you know, about to turn the wheel, mm-hmm. you know, it's from the same time period as that Christian Shepherd. Okay. You know, okay. somehow, somehow Smokey was, comes, was coming with them or something. On the other hand, there is <laughs> – I hate to do this, but Lost makes me do this. On the other hand, there is considerable exposition that suggests that Man in Black did not time travel because, for example, he was hanging out with Claire during that time. And, mm. um, you know, there's, there's – you know, she's she's been like – accosting the others and so on. He's telling her they got her baby and all that is happening during the time travel period. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that suggests he's not time traveling with them. All right. Well, big plot hole it is. <laughs> <laughs> the answer we'll go with. <laughs> it's the answer that comes up most. It's like a magic eight ball for loss. And I feel like if he really was time traveling with them, he should have been stuck in the 70s until, you know, until the incident stuff. And how do you know he wasn't? Well, because he had already don't killed Jake. Don't you remember that episode with two Smokies? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. <sighs> so, like, I feel like that's a good answer that doesn't quite work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that's pretty. That's pretty weird. We'll see. You know, a couple of years when we get to that episode. Uh, 
and you uh, know, how exactly that plays out. Like my my general sense is that, but you know, before it's revealed who he is and what his limits are, he doesn't have those. You know, mm-hmm. and he is able to just freely move across time and do all these crazy things. And you know, once he once it once they settled him down and said, "Here's who you are. Here's what you can do, and here's what you can't do." There's no hint in season six that he has this crazy perception of time that, like, you know what I mean? Like, he totally lives like a normal person Mm -hmm. in season six. And it's hard for me to believe that he could pull off the stuff that he supposedly did before that. Yeah, you know, I got to say, you know, season six, Man in Black slash Log, I mean, they had him, you know, so much time with him just, like, walking around and, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whittling and they you know they made him seem like Locke. they didn't make him obviously they didn't make him seem like man in black yeah who i feel like we didn't see him doing that kind of stuff when he was human here he is sort of about you know to make his great escape and he's just sitting around and whittling and you know for whatever reason waiting for jack and those guys oh, to come yeah. to him. oh i guess that was one time where he knew the future for no apparent reason Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm oh yeah. waiting for them to show up. Yeah, he just knew that that was going to happen, <laughs> but uh, but he didn't know that his plan was going to fail and that he was just going to die. Yeah, he didn't know that. <sighs> or did he? And he or tried did he? anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to die. I don't know why not. He wanted to see if he could change his future. I don't know. Oh, okay. He was testing. Uh, Free yeah. will versus, you know, mm-hmm. determination. So I would, I would have liked to have seen that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that a, that's a different show? I think that's a different one, but mm-hmm, yeah. I like that show. It's a cool show idea you got. Mm-hmm. I'll pitch it to JJ. <laughs> that's the other thing about Lost. Like it was such a there's such a uh, there's such a wild swing from like insane, crazy, like, over-the-top sci-fi ideas to, Mm -hmm. like, very mundane, like, down-to-earth, like, no craziness at all. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, the the show was uneasy about, like, those extremes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you go from the Lossies time-traveling and smoke monsters taking other people's shape to, (laughs) you know... Claire trying to decide if she's going to keep her baby. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, I can handle one of those. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they never, I, I feel like the, the symbol for this is the, the fact that we never see the smoke monster transform. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they never were willing to get explicit about it. The, like they would imply craziness. They would imply insanity. But they were yeah. never willing to get too specific about well, what yeah, it actually I mean, meant. Not a lot of, there's not a lot of rewards for being specific in, yeah, in storytelling. True. There just really isn't. Because the more specific you are, I mean, the more you can criticize, the more you, you know, things don't line up. True. You know, so, it, it, and they know, they obviously know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But damn it, it made me want to know. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you obviously, you know, uh, there's there's uh, detractors from not being specific. You can anger your audience. Indeed, and I think they did. I mean, I think a lot of people are really angry about that, that path. But you might be right. It's possible that if they were more specific, it, could, it would have been even worse. Mm-hmm. People would have been well, even more mad. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think – 
especially the crazier the circumstance, the more specific, the the worse I think it probably would be. You know, the more details about who did what now and when and how and what. Yeah. And... yeah. I say what twice because it's so confusing. <laughs> you should. And instead, they can just step back and say, well, it's, uh, it's up to your interpretation. Uh, mm-hmm. We leave yeah, it to you exactly. to decide what really happened. Mm-hmm. Well, he just overreacted. Well, yeah, exactly. What was the loophole? Hmm. What was the, yeah, what was the rules that they, you know, that he broke? Oh, well, <laughs> whatever you think they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was what they preferred, but man, oh god. Mhm. I don't know what it was. It's something about I mean there's a lot of situations where people throw shit out there and I don't feel this burning need to know what they're what they have in mind, but that one of the magic things about Lost is that I I really want to know those answers. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, even though I'm not convinced there's a lot of thought put into them and that they even make sense, I just want to know what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something compelling about it. Yeah. Well, I think what's compelling in a nutshell is the the illusion <laughs> that these uh, that that these these so-called answers would uh, would expl- you know tie into the mysteries and exp- and make it all make sense and work and sort of in this general sense, uh, you know, you want to find out, well, what do they mean by the rules? Cause, because, you know, maybe it's, uh, it's you know, uh, you know, ancient Babylonian rules, and that'll tie into <laughs> the, you know, history of the island right. or whatever, you know. You, you want to find these answers, I think, because that cause the big mysteries are so, you know, go largely unanswered continually, continuously. So uh, I feel like that's that's a big you know, that's a big driving force behind wanting to to find out the meanings and, and get really specific behind uh, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if I think about a scene, like, where Michael tells Hurley what the whispers are, like, that that is not satisfying, I have to mm-hmm. admit. I mean, yeah. it's probably the opposite of satisfying. It's kind of one mm-hmm. of the most disappointing scenes of the entire season, I would say. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, if so, if that's what it looks like, if that's what I'm going to get when I when they tell me answers, I don't want mm-hmm. that, I guess. I guess I'd rather have this confusing mess that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, 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 I want more somehow. Yeah. Well, it's like government that way, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I need it. I really there's do. A, there's a, yeah, we want more, but it's just a confusing mess we don't understand right now. Ah, a little political commentary. Why not? Hey, not a podcast without a little political stuff. Um, take my Republicans, please. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Party, but maybe I should say, take my Tea Party, please. Okay, okay. Um. Well, I think we had a pretty good post-solitary discussion that had nothing to do with solitary. <laughs> it's a, you know, I, I would say it, it has it has as much to do with solitary as as it. Solitary is very provocative. I mean, it just it just opens up the doors. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. more or less, except for except for Jacob, I would say, and maybe the island itself. I feel like it kind of all the big mysteries of Lost are introduced. 
Mm-hmm. So I so well, I feel like some Dharma stuff. That's what makes it provide. Well, okay, Dar- yeah, I uh, Dharma. Oh God. You, do you count Dharma? I, I don't even count Dharma anymore. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Oh man, all those issues got solved, and it was boring. It was so boring. I don't even see what them was, as what was Dharma up to on the island. Not much. Nothing at all. What don't is, worry what they, about it. What did they What did they know about the island? Nothing. Very very little. <laughs> <laughs> those are the answers you wanted, right, folks? <laughs> But all those crazy experiments, they must have been doing something interesting, right? No. No, not at all. Not for very long. Anything that was interesting did not happen for very long. <laughs> yeah, I just love this idea that, I mean, I guess we don't, you know, we don't know, but, or I don't know, maybe you could say we do know, but because uh, Dharma sort of went defunct as far as, I guess, the official word. But, uh you know, this is an organization that, that sort of like, you know, w- was making, you know, animals time travel and stuff and, mm-hmm. and and doing these really crazy experiments that didn't seem to be continued in the mainland. Like, you know, they were really breaking ground here, uh, especially in the 70s for, well, I guess probably any time period for some of that stuff they were yeah. doing. And, and it's just it's like, okay, that's gone now. You know, they never, you know, emailed their research to anybody or, <laughs> or I guess you know, snail mail their research to uh, Right, right. Yeah, their findings didn't seem to really just, make any impact. Yeah, just to say FYI, time travel is possible. You know, you might not be able to recreate this, you know, right. elsewhere, but you know, it, it is possible we've done it on rabbits or whatever. And, and I think the idea there was that that was the orchid. I think the idea there is that they harness the power of the donkey wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I may say that phrase. Oh jeez. Let's not say that it wasn't the wheel that was they were getting well, power okay. from. But you know the the, the energy. They harness the same thing that the donkey wheel was was built to harness. Yeah, yeah. Because that was clearly connected with time travel. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's the idea there. Like the only reason they were able to do it was the power on the island mm-hmm. that allowed for time travel. Yeah, so, they, like I said, they may not. You know, you can't necessarily reproduce that experiment anywhere else. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, the result was time travel is possible is fairly noteworthy. I would say so, yeah. I think most people would, would take note. Now, they might have trouble, I mean, since they were so secretive and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, one of their head scientists just starts, like, saying he doesn't want anyone to know his name, so he just makes up names for himself. Like, I mean, that's really yeah. not... What, what scientist is doing groundbreaking research and doesn't want people to know his name? Exactly. <laughs> that's not plausible. Come on. That's really not plausible. Yeah, I feel like they're they're so secretive that they're they're not even reporting their results. They're they're <laughs> great science work, guys. Great publishing a journal. No way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I you know they they were trying to save the world or something, and they thought that you know they would just do it within their organization, and they did Dharma, need saving it. the world one secret at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them look really bad, but I feel like that's the story we get. You know, like <laughs> we get a bad story. Okay, I'll believe it. That's what they did. I mean, for me, the most interesting thing about Dharma is the fact that they hosted our time-traveling Losty characters for a period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's probably the coolest thing that they ever did for me. Well, yeah. 
And that's, I mean, that had really nothing to do with them. They just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cool thing about Dharma was the losties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it should be true to the extent that it's about the losties. So, you know, it works. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I liked Calvin. He was cool and mm-hmm. whatever. But <laughs> mostly what they did was just lame Mm-hmm. So it's hard to... uh it's hard to, like, yeah, that's, it's kind of amazing since Dharma was more or less, like, for several seasons, I feel like everybody thought that Dharma had a major role to play in the big answers for the show. I never thought that. It's, <laughs> really? Hey, hey, if Lost can retcon, I can retcon, oh, okay. right? <laughs> okay. Well, I like that. We can retcon theory... our own, like, opinions. Yes. That's My theory was there were two groups of others, and neither was important. <laughs> nice. I distinctly remember saying that. That was a really good theory. <laughs> you were really spot on with that. I don't know why I didn't give you credit back then. Ugh, you were drunk. Ah, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, those early podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing to me considering how big of a de- I mean it was so such a focal point um, for seasons uh, shall we say two three four and five it's amazing that I at this point don't even consider them a major part of the mysteries of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, the show doesn't either, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, for me, it's, you know, the mysteries are more about the island itself and, you know. I, you know, I, I just, I get so frustrated, damn it, with that, with the, with season five and the whole, the whole incident thing. I just really wish, I really wish that the whole point of them going back to the past. Oh, God. What, I know, right? I'm on my, my soapbox here. <laughs> I really wish it was like, you know, you know, I really wish it was something like Man in Black has this plan. He's got this loophole. He's trying to get Locke's body, and that involves sending, you know, Locke back in time. And, yeah, you know, some of the Lockes go back in time with them. Some of them get stuck in the 70s. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like the incident should have been Jacob's way or the Losty's way or somebody's way of, of sort of counteracting that plan and sort of like, you know, <clears throat> something something like Man in Black saying, hey, I know what I'll do. I'll get I'll get the bulk of his. Precious candidates stuck in and stuck in the seventies. Yeah. See if they see if they take over the island now. Yeah. You know, and then what ends up happening through Jack and and all the other people in the seventies is they get back to the present to continue the fight that Jacob is sort of, you know, right. You, you know, the war that was supposedly coming that never came. And uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Much like the army that never that never got trained. Uh, <laughs> Some of that, that seems to go together. Um, I agree. I agree. Very similar. Yeah, I guess they couldn't fight a war without that army. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I feel like I feel like they missed another opportunity to make the incident be about the lar- their larger circumstance and not just be I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what it became, but yeah, it just it just became a plot device, I guess, to get them out of the seventies. It's and, and not sort of this grander plan of um of of going against man in black or right. or anything like that. Again I say I like that show. I wish I could have seen that show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have seen that show. Too. Because like 
that I, you know, since Man in Black is in fact behind the time travel, he's not only behind the time travel, but he's behind the return of the Oceanic Six. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so every part of that of that thing, he he had he was directly responsible for. Mm-hmm. So I I lo- I like the idea that he wanted to just trap them in the seventies so that they couldn't prevent him from leaving. Yeah. But that you know Jacob figured out a way for them to you know counteract that and get back to the present so that they could stop him. You know mm-hmm. that's cool. I, wish I mean, they it had seems said like that. if you say, it seems like if you say that in the writers' room at Lost, they'd be like, "Yes, let's do that." Mm-hmm. But I don't know what what happened. What did they? You know why? That seems like a very clear, easy sort of thing to do. But uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it it fits, you know, and and even with Jacob saying to uh, saying to Man in Black right before he dies, they're coming, you know, mm-hmm. that's how that fits perfectly with that kind of theory. Totally fits in perfectly, like this whole idea that yeah, you thought you you won, but my you know my team's on its way. Yeah, you yeah. know, like that would be that'd be awesome if that's what he was talking about. I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Who knows what he? We still don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> He never, I guess he's talking about Bram and Alana. I don't know who he's, yeah. he's talking about. He's talking about somebody. A mm-hmm. lot of people were coming, so. <laughs> people coming, people going. It was uh, it was any, all, or none of them. I'm sure yeah. about that. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, yeah, I... Um, uh, but instead, and I do feel that the incident was mishandled. I think uh, I think the fact that they wanted to tease us with an alternate universe and stuff. I'm not, in retrospect, I'm not sure I like that decision because mm-hmm. I feel like that was I feel like that was too distracting for the entire final season to to like try to fake us out with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I like I wish somehow they could have not set it up but just shown it. And and let us draw our own conclusions. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have liked that better than than the explicit tease that you know, even even in the official description of LAX, you know, in the flash sideways we see what would have happened if Flight F A fifteen had not crashed. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're explicitly misleading us about what we're watching there. Yeah, I mean, it's not what would have happened because the situations are are different. You know. Yeah, uh, Jack has a son. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's not what would have happened if he didn't, if they didn't crash on the island. It's a whole different sort of universe, sort of literally. Uh, totally, and it's. I mean, and in reality, it's in the afterlife after flight F- A15 crashed. So mm-hmm. there, you know, I mean, in a minor sense, point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not doing that at all, and 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 it just makes. I mean, that was the whole reason they did the incident. You know. Mm-hmm. That became the focus. It was it was Dan's theory about how they could change the past because they're the variables. And yeah, and that's what it should have been. It should have been they think they're trying to change the past and they're trying to negate you know all this stuff and try to. That's exactly what you know they that was right of them I think to sort of make that be the sort of their plan of attack. Okay, yes, we're going to erase all the bad stuff that happened to us and blah 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 blah, and then you know. Juliet hits the bomb, it doesn't reset everything, but it gets them to back to the present, that's when they should have realized, you know, going with the theme of the show, you can't escape your destiny, you know, you right. can't escape who you are, whatever, you know, and say, okay, now we, you know, now we're back in the sort of 
you know, back into the fight, basically. Yeah. You know, but nobody ever realized that, that that's, that they had the wrong idea about what the incident was, was, was going to do. Right. Right. And I just, I just hate that. I really hate that they never, you know, they're like, great, Jack, thanks. And it's like, you should be thanking him. He got you back to your own time period. (laughs) You know, he got, you know, the others would have killed you, you know, if you guys would have stayed there and got caught. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, not the others, Dharma. Right. Um, So it's just like, I I just hate that they didn't acknowledge, like, well, thanks for, and it's like Sun and Jen, you know, got, you know, Sun gets, or Jen gets back. Who is it? Jen. Yeah, Jen gets back. Sorry. Uh, And, um, you know, and of course, back to what we were saying about Man in Black, this being his plan, you know, he tells Sun, you know, he alludes to the fact that all this is going on. You know, it's, you know, telling Son it's going to be a while before she sees Jen, and you know, or whatever his line about oh, she's got to yeah. have a she's got to have a journey or whatever before she sees him again or whatever. You know, that, it's like again, he, oh, you're right. That shows he is aware that they were on the island in the seventies. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes it seem like he he's aware of when Jen is going to reappear in that present time. You're right. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really think about that. I would believe that Man in Black has this objective, omniscient uh, perspective on time if he wasn't killed very easily in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That just totally it wasn't for that it. little bitty thing. Um, I would think, okay, he just knows when things happen at any point. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a villain that powerful, like, I like that. That's cool. That mm-hmm. makes him strong. That makes but him course, interesting. But, of course, he couldn't know that he would never get off the island because then that presents him with a different problem. Right. right? Right. His his omniscient sort of proving that he'll never get what he wants that that and that really shouldn't stop her from trying. But it's like it it's like well, you either know the future or you don't know the future, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right, Desmond. <laughs> uh oh. Claire getting on a helicopter. <laughs> oh God! Speaking of frustration, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And also, speaking of things that would have been very easy to tie up if they felt like it, Flash Sideways, they could show whatever the fuck they want. They could have thrown in a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Why not? They had Desmond going to the afterlife. You know, they they could have made up some bullshit about that's what it really was. Yeah, Claire's a helicopter pilot in the afterlife, (laughs) you know? Oh, man. (laughs) Perfect. You just see, you know, she's going to have a helicopter pilot. to fly it somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Wow. Wow. I I would like to have seen that. <laughs> that's that's the easy points, you know. Mm-hmm. They could have picked that up and just didn't, I don't know, didn't care, didn't bother. I I think, you know, when they originally said that, they had a different plan and then they changed their mind. But going back mm-hmm. to the incidents. Uh, I I like the idea. I wish I just wish um I wish there was some hint that Jacob had a clue that that was going on. <laughs> I wish there was some hint that Jacob had a clue. <laughs> okay, I could I could have ended the sentence there, I guess. But you know, showing up to Juliet, you can go now, Juliet. You know, something like that. Just some kind mm-hmm. of some sense that like 
he, you know, he needed them back in the present, and he knew that was going to happen. Yeah. It just, it makes it seem so, I mean, it's it's one thing to not sort of do what we're saying plot-wise, but it's another thing to not do it character-wise because it makes it seem like he's invested in these people that he's not that invested in. Right. Like the, the people that are going to sort of, you know, be responsible for his ultimate sort of goal and sacrifice, you know, so, having someone take over his, his job. Like he's not that concerned if, if it happens or not. Right. You know, it's just that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he them, can't even be bothered to talk to them directly until he's mm-hmm. been dead for a week, and most of them are all dead anyway. Yeah, and he's got like thirty seconds before he'll, you know, not be ever you know, exactly. visible again. You know, like. yeah, yeah. Okay, now now it's time to now to, to time. talk to you guys. Saying <laughs> the last episode, and and he barely has time to say anything. I mean, I think yeah, that was he's like a he's like a high school guidance counselor that that talks to you about college, like you know, senior year, you know, before like you're like, so what do you think you want to do with what? Already, what do you mean? I I feel like that device was very deliberately chosen. Like they mm-hmm. they knew what a can of worms the idea of sitting down with Jacob for a chat could open. If, yeah. If if they had unlimited time, if there were no constraints. Mm-hmm. And so I think they built in that thing. Like no, he's not got time to say a lot, so he can only say these specific things that we care about that we need him to say. Mm-hmm. You know. He needs to transfer power. He needs to vaguely explain why he chose them, and that's it. Jacob, out. <laughs> Audi. <laughs> Peace. Peace, guys. And even saying, you'll you'll never see me again. And we don't. He never appears in the final episode. So I hate to say this, but I just think it has to be true. By what Law showed us, that Jacob and, and his brother, Man of Black, end up together in the afterlife, right? Uh, probably so. I mean, I don't know who else they would end up with. Yeah, that's that's got to be their and people. I, and I, I just think that's totally, <laughs> obviously ironic. Then and mother too, probably. Yeah, I just I just like the idea of Man in Black and Jacob spending another eternity, you know, another a, a, a life together. And Man in Black is like, I still can't get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I time traveled and changed bodies to get away from this guy, and now I'm spending eternity with him because I was on the island with him, and now you know, it's like, yeah, I just feel like that has to be true, and I think they, yeah. you know, somehow that's it would be great if they could say that because that's just. It makes it all more, everything worth it, right? Absolutely. After all that trouble. After all that trouble, yeah. Like, they, you're still stuck together. Millennia of conflict. And, mm-hmm. and now they're just back to square one. <laughs> and now you can't, now you can't, really can't leave. <laughs> true, true. If you think it's tough to leave an island, try leaving the afterlife. I wonder what their afterlife would be like. Would it be in L.A. or would it be like on the island again? Yeah, I think it'd be in L.A. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, it didn't make sense Boise. for a lot of them to be in L.A. I think I think, I think Boise is where uh, Boise, is, of course. Know, that's where all Romans have their afterlife, isn't it? I see, I see. I, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> it's like Valhalla for Vikings. I... I... I feel like most of us listening to this probably just learned that. That's an interesting mm-hmm. fact. All Romans spend the afterlife in Boise. Note that, mm-hmm. please. Yeah, exactly. 
the Latinus course is Boiseus. Of course. Um, oh, what else? What else would it be? It's so easy to speak Latin, you know? It, it really is. <laughs> Just throw an S on. Why not? Um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous, that whole, you know, I don't know what show we're watching, but. <sighs> yeah, it's amazing the stuff we've talked about, like how how far that is from this episode we just watched. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's miles and miles and miles. Like, we're we're just way above and beyond, like, the stuff that, that the show's focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. You know? And... And like that's what's supposed to be the overall, you know, the big story. The you yeah, know, the the stuff we're watching right now is more the smaller stuff. You know, the if you will, the filler. Yeah, yeah. That that can, I, I will. That kind of connects the you know connects the larger story points. Mm-hmm. And um, uh. I feel like even you know even if the smaller story points have inconsistencies, I I wish the larger story at least, you know, was coherent and made sense and kind of. Fit yeah, together. I mean, it seems like you know you as you go from more subjective to objective when you're looking at a story and and sort of you know finer detail to to broader points, it should get simpler, not more complicated. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I would think would be true, but it doesn't seem true in this show. Not really, not really. Yeah, so little things like you know the little inconsistencies with Rousseau's story and all that. Like, you know, I, I'd rather live with those than having this you know overall like issue of you know people coming to the island. You know what what they were doing when they time traveled. Why the incident happened. Why the why the afterlife happened? Like all these huge story points being, mm-hmm. you know, also being confusing and you know pointlessly ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like on every level there's problems, and and it just seems like there should be a simple story there that you can that you can tell. And I guess there is, but I mean the simple story should be Jacob and Man in Black have a philosophical, you know, disagreement about the nature of humanity. Yeah. And decide to have it played out on this island that uh that uh, one was chosen to protect and uh and you know, and then man in black. You know, and then this is where it gets complicated because there's multiple goals here. So man in black not only wants to prove him wrong with this experiment, but he wants to get off the island. Right. And then that splits off into Potentially needing a body to get off the island and needing to kill Jacob, and then that splits off into well, yeah. what is this loophole and how's he going to do it? And, and we've and, already and so, left the territory of a simple, reasonable story. Yeah, we've already we've, by getting to the motivations of the antagonist, we've already made it really complicated. Like the premise, like when they when they set that up, you know that that's what it was about. That's why people were coming to the island was this this test. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it made sense. It worked. It's, okay, cool. Like it's yeah. It's almost like, um, you know, some sort of experiment or something. It's almost like uh, trading oh. places or something, you know, where they're gonna they're gonna set up this experiment and see and see what happens. Right, and I think we've seen we've seen the island serve that function already. 
Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Like the island has been a place for people to, you know, get a fresh start and try to determine who they want to be. Yeah, and it ties into, you know, what we thought about the swan hatch being an experiment and being psychological and testing yeah. people. And so it's like, oh, okay, here's an idea. It is kind of about, and it is an experiment in a way, in a larger sense, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, so it all ties together, but then it just gets it gets more convoluted when when extra stuff gets added and, and all these other motivations. Yeah. And yeah. Jacob being hands-off and things happening and then time travel and... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You throw enough of that in, and your 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 simple, clear, like you know, uh, what's the word? Elegant story is just uh, you know a big uh, a big mess, mm-hmm. a big sloppy mess. Yeah, gotta love it. <laughs> I know, best show ever. Best show ever. Yeah, don't change a thing. <laughs> Except for all that stuff we talked about. <laughs> well, all right. Um, well, this will be this is a long commentary podcast. I think we did an hour and a half, uh, not on solitary, but um, I'm sure listeners will uh, enjoy that. It initially branched from solitary, but yeah, it kind of turned into a uh, mini overall loss, loss slowdown. Yeah, I mean, I will say that you know, almost. Specifically, the things that we point out that don't make sense are really the catalyst for, you know, our ability to even talk about the show continually. So, True. you know, I, if it all made sense, it was nice and neat. No matter how interesting it was, it'd be less to talk about. You're right. You know, and, and so that's, you know, that's that's what's weird is it whatever the flaws are, whatever is, is really the bulk of sort of, uh, not not where the interest comes from, but you know, it's like it's it's fueling the interest because of just trying to define, you know, what what we've seen. Yeah, yeah, it's true, and that's what they say. I mean, they say that's what they want. You know, they want people to be able to continue to discuss the show once it's over. Mm-hmm. You I mean, know, it's the power of amb- amb- ambiguity and uh, and uh, and lazy writing. But, I know, uh, I know. That's what for me is the is the basic problem with that, though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not convinced that that was actually their intention. Mm-hmm. It, it's more to me. It's more so that it kind of fell into their lap that they had this big ambiguous mess by lazy writing, and then they could say that that's what they wanted, rather mm-hmm. than they planned from the start, and so they threw in all these crazy things that don't make sense just so people would have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle there. Of sometimes they want to be ambiguous to continue discussion, and sometimes it's, it's lazy writing, and they go, "No, no, no, we never intended to 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 tell you that." Yeah. You know, but it's like, yeah, you did. Yeah. You were going to. You just didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They. I feel like they definitely changed their minds on things, and I guess I'm just. I mean, I I I believe that. You know, there are times, obviously, when they when they don't want to reveal things, and so they're being ambiguous to fuel interest. But personally, I think that they they had answers in mind at the time that they were heading towards, and I feel like mm-hmm. they never introduced something with the intention of never revisiting it and never resolving it. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually don't think that happened. I feel like that just added up over time when they just, in fact, did not address it. Yeah. You know, in the future. 
Mm-hmm. That's just my theory. I mean, I don't really know what went on behind the scenes, but my sense of them as writers is that they they were very concrete about things, and it just so happened that their shifts in plans resulted in these, you know, piling up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's probably true for the most part, but I think they, I think for some of those some you know some things you could identify in this category, it was probably like they had an idea of what the answer was, but not necessarily a concrete answer, like this is it, it's got to be this. It's like, well, this is what it is now. When we when we get to the next plot point for that story, you know, it might be better to make it this person who did it. Or, you know, it might be better to do X, Y, Z. Because I think that, you know, there's you, you can set up something and have an idea of the cause but or, or what how you're going to pay it off and, and, and have that change. So you are changing it, but you're not sort of, you know, disregarding an entire idea that was concrete at first, you know. Right, but when you originally wrote it, you weren't saying to yourself, I'm just going to leave this open forever and and allow it to confuse Yeah, me. I don't think any, I, yeah, I doubt there was ever something that they were like, here's something we're going to introduce and we'll never come back to it. It's, yeah. You know, I think if anything they introduced, they, I mean, I think there are specific things they probably introduced that they knew they weren't coming back to, but they didn't necessarily introduce it just to have people talk about it. it yeah. Was, you know, it's more of, hey, we're going to bring this thing up, and but we're, we probably won't come back to it. You know, we're, we're probably not going to come back to, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know, X, Y, Z. Like, imagine, like, uh, for example, like, imagine the reveal of Locke's dad, you know, um, mm-hmm. when they show him, that, that big cut. And then, like, five episodes later, we get the next piece of that story. Imagine if they never showed him again, if they never even mentioned him again, mm-hmm. you know, like that would be really crazy. That would be like, Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and that would be, that would be like, you know, wow. You know, they, they, they really, they're really throwing me off. But obviously like when they throw a reveal like that, they are intending to come back to it later, even if, you know, at the time, you know, they want us to wonder mm-hmm. how he got there and what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I, you know, uh, contrasted with something like, uh, how long do you think it'll take to train an army? I feel like when they have Jack say that, you know, they actually do intend to pay that off just like they intend to pay off Jack's uh, Locke's dad. But um, as the season developed, there was just no place for training an army anymore. Yeah, you know, the training army thing is weird. I mean, I think you're right about that. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like to an extent they, they should have known there was that, that they never really envisioned. I, I don't know. I guess I'm, what my point is, I'd be hard-pressed hard for them to say, to believe that they really thought, like, there was going to be a training scene, a montage scene of them training, and they were going to get sticks and bamboo and make arrows and, and do these things to sort of prepare. For, and and then, then, of course, if you do that, then you have to pay off scenes where they're actually fighting others. Yes, yes. And I just, that's, that's weird. I, I don't know if I believe that they really thought that was going to happen. But I, I think that it, that definitely they made it seem like they thought that. <laughs> Yeah, if that makes any sense, <laughs> I, I just I just don't really I just don't really see how they could have thought that 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 had a place on the show, especially in season one, where you know a a, a good fair number of them are really going to arm themselves and and fight the others. To what extent, you know, to what end would that have even made any sense? You know, it would just make people die. 
Yes. You know, so, so yeah, that Army thing is weird. I mean, I do think it's, I do think they wanted to pay it off with something else. I just don't think it was an obvious, like, we're really going to have an army fight. I think they probably, they did want to do something else with that, though. And I think the later the later version of that was the war that was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I I really don't believe that they intended that to go nowhere. Well, see, I think I don't think I think the thing with the war, I would say to explain that is the war came. It was just very lackluster. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, they just used the wrong words. It should have been, yeah. you know, a kerfuffle was on its way. <laughs> a minor know? skirmish. <laughs> It just doesn't have the same ring, I think. I just, I think, so that's what's weird. I think the war kind of came. It just wasn't what we pictured because we thought, okay, Bram, Milan, and Jacob mm-hmm. Poo versus Whitmore. Okay, then we got, you know, what, we're going to really have an all-out battle here. No. Yeah. Not really. Not, yeah. So it's like, I, I, think, I think that case, they did pay it off, but it was a lackluster payoff. That was so lackluster, it seemed like they didn't even pay it off. <laughs> I'm just not convinced that the payoff was what was intended when they originally set it up. That's what I'm saying. Like, they did mm-hmm. pay it off, but, like, and, I mean, they, they specifically have the line, you know, you, you said there was a war coming. I think it just got here. Like, that, you know, that was the payoff, absolutely. But, like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not convinced that that, that that actually was what they had in mind when they set the war up. I feel like they envisioned a bigger thing, and when they came to writing the stories for season six, it just wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it, I mean, that's definitely possible. It just seems like if you look at how it all plays out, what 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 bigger scale war could they have done? I mean, they would. I mean, how does war look on the, on an island? I mean, what would it? Been, I feel like that's would, their eternal problem. They what would have been more warlike than what we saw with Kimi's team attacking. You know, right. I mean, that's that's as big of a war as we saw on the island. Totally. You know, it's just like it would have just looked like that. It would have just been people with guns. It would have just. So yeah. I feel like I feel like they didn't. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree that they they didn't do what they planned to do. Because uh, I just feel like our expectation of what that line meant isn't necessarily what their expectation of what the payoff was going to be. You know what I mean? I feel like when, when we hear them say a war is coming, we expect, you know, we expect what we didn't get, basically. And right. when they say a war is coming, I think they know what they're capable of showing and what they mean by that, you know. And I feel like it's just a difference of, of what, you know, what they were going to be able to show and do. Right. Not necessarily that they changed their mind about it, but that they just had a different, you know, it's, it would almost be like something like with the army line, how long does it take to train an army? And they train like two people. Mm-hmm. And and we go, well, that's not an army. But to them, it's like, well, this is what we meant because this is what we were going to do. You know, and it just yeah. it seems like that, you know, so I feel like it's kind of something like that. Yeah. But it's always hard to know because we weren't there and all that stuff. True, true. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I have no idea. I, I could be wrong. I just – it might even be a budgetary thing. I, I feel like they wanted a bigger war than they actually showed. Now, now I would say they might have wanted more, maybe maybe effects and explosions, you know, that beach scene when Widmore is firing at them. I mean, maybe yeah. that they wanted more drama and conflict with that. But in terms of war and battle, I, it just people were so dispersed and, you know, it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't the head-to-head you know, two sides coming to a head yes. that I envisioned. It but, was, but like it was, all the pieces are there, more, you know. But I it feel was, like, yeah, but, and it, it, but it was just more, minis- more little bitty conflicts going on between yes. certain parties, you know. 
then it was then it was a big head to head war. Yes. And there's no point of having a war against one man. Like that's that's what's weird is it's kind of sure. everybody against Locke. So what are they really? You know what is? You know what would what we envision really look like on the on the island? No, you're right. You know? You're right. I mean, it would have been awkward. Really, the only the only army that Locke could really have would have been the uh, the others who were yeah. following him. And it would have been kind of weird to have the others going to war against Widmore. Trying to fight Widmore? Yeah, I mean, that, that just... That just who was really actually sense. sent there by Jacob, and he was one of them. And I see, and I feel like when, when they say a war is coming, we're thinking about Bram and Alana. We're thinking about them bringing more people. Yeah. And and having some sort of you know army to themselves, but that doesn't you know obviously plan out play out. Pay, yeah, play I mean they have their way. showdown with the Van and Black, and they all just get killed. But it, but it's only a handful of them anyway. Yeah. it's still not it to the scale that you know one might imagine. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lost didn't ever really operate on that scale. It was always you know twenty or less, really. Yeah. For for every like big uh, battle that they had, mm-hmm. so that's just you know that's just the scale the show was on, I guess. It's just tough to be like the war is coming, and it's like for most of these people, the war has been off for a while because it's like yeah. they've been in these kind of situations since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's firing at us. You call this a war? <laughs> I call this a Tuesday. <laughs> So true, so true. Well, all right. Um, are we trying to break a podcast record here, or uh, are we going to? I don't think we can do that. All right. Unless you're ready for 35 hours. 35 hours of solitary, go. <laughs> you start. <laughs> you take the first 30 hours. <laughs> I'll take the last five. And for my 30 hours, I'm going to have 30 hours of silence. Oh, wow. The best podcast ever, <laughs> says the listeners. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might be right. It, it's, 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 always, it's always easy to say, you know, oh, the writers did this, the writers did that. I mean, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to nail that stuff down, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Claire Helicopter, I think that's definitely an example of them changing their minds. I think they yeah, were going to put her on a helicopter, you know. and they just didn't in the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a clear-cut, like, clear case of, of uh, clear-cut case? Clear-cut case, sure. <laughs> um, the clear case? <laughs> I guess you could say a clear case, but that's not really an expression. Until the case now. is clear. You can see through it. <laughs> that means it's obvious, right? It makes sense. No, I mean, I just, no one ever says that, but why not? Well, why not indeed? Um, yeah, that seems like one where they, uh, especially considering Desmond was right about all the stuff he was predicting. And then he's wrong about that one. Right. You know, that, that makes it seem like they, they did just change change uh, how it worked out. And especially considering they did have a helicopter available soon after all that stuff. Yes. Uh, but Claire was busy being with Christian or whatever. Right. So uh, she couldn't get on it. But she, she could have gotten on it. It was very, you know, 
it was close enough where they could have written they could have made that happen. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I, I think they they I don't know, maybe the actress didn't want to be there for season five or whatever. They they decided that um you know, she she wouldn't get off the island. Well and here's the other thing, I think it's I think Desmond is is just supposed to be seeing possible futures, right? Because he's seeing Charlie die, and Charlie doesn't die. True. Because he's changing it. So, I mean, I guess he, they would say, you know, well, the future that, you know, the future that where Claire gets on the helicopter changed, and, you know, and it could be man and black changes by, you know, by inter, intervening, you know, intercepting her. Yes. During that whole time period or something, so. True. You could certainly say that. That's probably what they would say. I think that's the answer. I'm still not convinced that's what they meant at the time they had him say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I also, you know, uh, all the stuff with Man in Black in season four, like uh, specifically like the way, the way he takes Claire versus what we see later and uh, the appearance on the freighter to Michael and the appearance to Jack off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, who I do think was intended to be, I don't even know that the man in black was quite conceptualized as a character at the time, but whatever that entity that Christian rep- uh, represented, I think that, w- that was all the same. The Christian we saw in the cabin, the Christian we saw uh, mm-hmm. on the freighter, and the Christian that Jack sees off the island, I do think they were all intended to be the same thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think, uh, you know, the smoke alarm that Jack hears indicates that that actually was the smoke monster. Well, and it makes sense because he wants Jack to come back to the island. Yes. You know, so it, exactly. it, it, it makes sense he would appear to him to, to sort of tempt him to come back. Right. And I think that's another example of them not – they haven't yet defined the limits. They haven't quite worked out the character yet. So he really shouldn't be able to to appear to Jack like that. But at that point, you know – they haven't quite worked out that that's the case yet. So mm-hmm. I think that's why we see that. And so later that's a problem, you know, but like at the time it's not a problem yet. Yeah. Those are just the, the kinds of things that I think you can kind of pick up on that, you know, I'll never know probably what really happened behind the scenes or, you know, what the real story is with those things. But I, it's, I don't know. The evidence seems clear-cut enough to me that, you know, that's that's uh, the, an example of that kind of thing, of them sort of just changing their minds, or maybe not quite changing their minds, but just, you know, making their story specific, fleshing it out, and then creating inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that, that maybe that's more, more what it is than changing their minds. Yeah. And, you know, stories evolve, obviously. Yeah, exactly. You say, "Oh no, it's better for him to do it this way," or "Oh, it's, it works better if 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 he if he can't leave the island because he's trapped there." Remember, guys? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I feel like at that point they haven't had a need to define what his goal is. Mm-hmm. You know, and even until season six, I mean, you know, they haven't had a need to define what his goal is. And so, uh, and so that's, that's what's weird to me. Like, if it's a, like, I feel like before season six, they should know Jacob is bringing people to the island to prove Man in Black wrong. Yeah, like I feel like they should know that. Well, they do. I mean, they show that at the end of season five. Yeah, and they know, and they should know that he wants to get off the island. They should know that. I agree, and I, they probably do. <laughs> but there's actually no indication in the show. 
until season mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, whether they knew or not, there, you know, there's nothing in the story that points in that direction until season six. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's not introduced until you know season five. Or whatever. True. He's not introduced. To, he's not introduced specifically until the last episode. So there's not a lot of time. But I, I feel like that gave them freedom. You know, then they could decide. Okay, what's his goal going to be? What does he want? Mm-hmm. Mhm. What is he wants? What everybody else wants on the show? <laughs> how hard was it? How, how long did it take him to come up with that one? Probably not long. <laughs> hey guys, why don't we just make him want what every other character wants, except John Locke, which is what he says when he tells what his motivation is. Mhm, mhm. I want the one thing John Locke never wanted. It's great. Oh, Man in Black. <laughs> I know. I know. He was our Voldemort. Oh, and a, and a sad Voldemort he was. Uh-huh. <sighs> I guess, you know, I guess in a way, when I think about it, he is the perfect lost villain. Yeah. He, he embodies the qualities that Lost has. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. perfectly. Because if we got a villain like Voldemort, it kind of wouldn't fit on Lost. It would be weird. What do you mean by Voldemort? Uh, a villain that was just unambiguously evil and, you know, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. completely straightforward in his motivations and methods and mm-hmm. powers. Yeah, we got the opposite of that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like uh, you know, I'm frustrated with that sometimes. I kind of wish he had been a better evil villain than he was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, uh, it does just kind of fit the show better that he's sort of, uh, you know, a regular guy like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's a villain like Ben's a villain. Yeah. You know, he's a guy who got in these circumstances, and as a result of that he becomes a villain from the perspective of certain characters. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it from his point of view, you know, it wasn't his fault, the stuff that happened to him originally. Hey, evil incarnate, you know, fell on me. Exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't because he was a bad guy. He just got mm-hmm. trapped on that island, you know, because he happened to be, you know, his his mother happened to be on a ship that got brought there. Listen, you can't choose your parents, and you can't choose the mysterious islands you're born on. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you can blame him for the stuff he does later, but you can't really blame him for his circumstances. And that's just kind of weird, because Voldemort is sort of evil from the start. You know, Mm -hmm. even when he's a kid, he's, like, torturing other kids. Like, he's already bad. Mm -hmm. You know? And I feel like Man in Black was not bad, really, at all. Yeah. Until until he, you know, combined with evil incarnate and started killing people. Yeah. At will. You know, and even then, you know, there's certain situations where, you know, he he has he has his reasons. Mm-hmm. And he He's is being trapped reason. there. Yeah, he is being trapped there. And I do wish he had somehow been able to 
appreciate why he was trapped there. I, I don't know if Jacob ever even explained. Maybe Jacob didn't even know. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they make it seem like he never he never really understood why he was. Everyone's calling me evil. I don't know why. <laughs> I can just turn into a smoke monster. Um. You know, it almost it's almost like he does he even know that he turns into Smokey. Like, does he even know that he how he comes out to people? It's almost like he doesn't even know. <laughs> like, it's, I love that. I love I love when Sun gets hit. She runs to the tree, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Son, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> you're totally wrong, Son. I had nothing to do with what you're talking about." Um, you know, he just he just seems oblivious to obvious. You know, his obvious influences. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he is. It was the same with Saeed. Yeah, totally. You know, mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, what did he tell? Oh, he told you I'm evil with Carnage. And see, I think another show, any other show, I think, would have explained to the audience why he's not recognizing that he's evil. Yeah. But Lost doesn't. No. <laughs> you know, and the difference is not that, like he's just a regular guy and therefore he doesn't think he's evil. It's like he's actually, he needs to, it's like he got, he has cause to address it because, you know, he's a smoke monster and he's dead and he's, yes. you know, he's, uh, he can appear as dead people. He can see dead people. People are calling, Yeah. People are calling him evil. Like he, he, he yeah. has reasons to question, but, um, yeah, but yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really question it and the show doesn't really question it. And he, you know, or, or address the, or he's address got this his, power to, like, influence people and make them, like, turn on each other or, you know, do what he wants them to. But he, he seems to think that that's just his natural persuasiveness and not, mm-hmm. like, not some supernatural force that's taking him over. Yeah. You know? But, it's, you know, the whole thing about him... Taking over people, I, you know, I, I still don't know what that's supposed to mean because, to me, that says that the whole, the whole game, the whole experiment that they're playing is, is, uh, is void, right? I mean, if, if, if he can control people just by talking to them, then, I, I don't know. It just seems like it muddles the whole point of the game. Obviously, you know? yeah. I agree. I agree. Because then it says, well, people are good or bad depending on whether or not they talk to evil. <laughs> you know, that's right. like the best you could say with this experiment, I think. Yeah. Um, and that just doesn't seem like it's worth it. And, and like, with Saeed, it was one thing. It, there was these specific circumstances that letting, led to him talking to him, but... Uh, but in the case of Rousseau's team, to return to solitary, um, uh, you know, they're just like randomly walking through the jungle and he attacks them and claims them. And it's sort of like there's nothing they did to bring that about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That Like their own actions really weren't reflected by the fact that they got claimed at all. Like they weren't. You know what I mean? Like Saeed has his evilness that he's wrestling with in a sense. So it seems like the evil would have an easier time taking him over or something mm-hmm, because of mm-hmm. the state that he's in. Like, it makes sense, you know? But, like, with, with them, 
You don't have. They're just like they. They're just. Well, random. yeah. You could put Claire in that category too. Claire too. She's she's yeah. not she's not like Saeed, where oh, okay, she's evil, therefore she was claimed. It's like no, she just had this claiming thing. She just had the bad luck of it's like if you just randomly run into him, he can he can take you over no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how good you are. And well, and, unless you're Jack Shepard. Unless you're Jack Shepard. Excuse me. <laughs> I forgot about that. He mm-hmm. he fought the claiming off in the in the most underwhelming uh, plot point <laughs> of season six. You're with me now. Cut to the next episode. Eh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Never mind. With you. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, I think that last part of season six when Jack goes with Locke and then Jack goes with Sawyer's team, then Jack goes back with Locke. And mm-hmm. I think that gets a little messy. It was really All messy. that back and forth and who killed the Jira passenger, or, yeah. uh, you know, all that stuff. And it's just like, that was really sloppy, I think. It was really sloppy. It was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just strange. Just strange. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just got very strange. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was a season that should be coherent, it's season six. Uh huh. And strangely, it's one of the least coherent seasons. It's it's got so many problems. Yeah. Like, why can't it work on its own merits? You know, like forget about the earlier stuff. Just the season six stuff is a mess. Mhm. You know. The stuff, the stuff with the, the stuff with the temple, the claiming stuff, Saeed mm-hmm. coming back, Desmond, the 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 Jira passenger. It's like nothing worked out right in that season. You know, all the, you know, Whitmore's plan and all that yeah. stuff didn't work out right. And and you know, he's he's got his timetables and he's gonna, you know, he's <laughs> you know Zoe's trying to, trying to Zoe's trying to get Jen to you know tell her about the electro like none of mm-hmm. that paid off. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was, it was. I mean, it feels very organic the way that the story unfolds, but it was just very messy. It was. It was. And they kept they kept gesturing in the direction of a story, but they never quite got there. <laughs> look over there. Look over there. There's a story right there. Where? Right there. Look at the story. Where? I'm looking. No. Look right there. This is the story right there. And, we, and I kept waiting for it, and you never mm-hmm. quite get the story that you're waiting for. Like, wait, is that the story right there? <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's just paint drying. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, why not tell us who killed the Ajir passengers? I mean, there's just it, it's such it's such a small point. I mean, why then, leave that? Then, then you have to then you have to get the logistics right. Then you have to say, well, where was who did it? Where was the person when they did it? How could they have done it? Mm-hmm. It seems like another one of those. There's no there's no reward for. <laughs> I see. So there's the, the, the I guess the the uh, the drawback is greater than the reward. So they have to kill them because they just want them out of the way. I well, guess. yeah, they got to have them out of the way. But they, but paying it off, like explaining the mystery, is just going to create more problems. Mm-hmm. So they'll just kill them off and never explain it, and have everyone deny that they did it. Who ki- you killed them? No, you killed them. Who ki- <laughs> I don't kill them. <laughs> it's almost like they just died. Like no one did mm-hmm. it. Nobody did it. They all just suddenly died, inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Some kind of plague or something. 
Like that's just that's just so that's just so weird. The sickness, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> there's the sickness. There's, that's what. That's why we could never find the sickness on the island. It had moved to the Dharma to the oh, Island. Oh, of course. Yeah, in the winter, you know, it migrated. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> It just went to the other island for the winter. Yeah. Who saw that maybe, coming? Maybe that's, maybe that's what happened. Like, there was, a, there was a sickness on the island, and then when the purge happened, the sickness was like, we don't want to die. So it went to the Hydra Island. Oh, okay, because the, the island was filled with poison gas, and that uh-huh. would have killed the sickness just like it Naturally. killed everybody else because the sickness Naturally. didn't have a gas mask. So. Naturally. Okay, perfect. Wow, you, you've Boom. answered a question. I feel like we just solved the mystery. It. Just solved the mystery of the illness, of the sickness. <laughs> there it is. It's got nothing to do with Smokey. It's just its mm-hmm. own thing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, <laughs> oh, man. Suffice to say, no matter how much we talk about this show, um, nothing will ever be solved. We're never going <laughs> to fix it. We're never going to fix we could, it. We could talk about it for 40 more, and we're going to, by the way. We could talk mm-hmm. about it for 40 more hours, and, and we're never going to make it work. I feel like it's like we're in like marriage counseling. And we've been we've been going through counseling with loss and talking about our problems and our issues. And what we realize is, you know what? This is just never going to work. Like we could either just just play this game forever, or we can realize that uh, that 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 our that our partner here has uh, has uh, issues that just that just they aren't compatible. Yes, yes. But I have to admit it's it's some kind of weird syndrome. I can't let it go. I can't just mm-hmm. divorce Well the from sex loss. is so great, right? Yeah. <laughs> the sex is too good, so that's why we say that's lost. it. I can't But uh you know, but we're just trying to make this relationship work. But I just never remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> just like sex. But I keep returning for more. I don't, I don't know what it was, but <laughs> Well, I know I want more. <laughs> All right. Thanks and namaste. <laughs> namaste and good luck. <laughs>